The monkey one is the best one. Love it, monkey. Xbox Cast. Xbox Cast. All the news you need to know about begins now, but it's more like the news that we care about. Whatever this is, it is new news. We're your hosts, Carl and Lee, and we're here today to read the news to you. Mr. Lee, how are you on this fine Friday evening? Uh, a little bit damp today. Ah, oh, yes. Damp. I saw the pictures of all the flooding. It yeah, is yeah. slightly, slightly wet outside, isn't yeah, it? Yes, a bit of moisture in the air. Mm, just a um, little bit. And missing bridges, missing roads. Ah, rivers is this real bridges into... or Simon Bridges? <laughs> Simon Bridges is also missing as well. He's also retired along with his bridges. He took his bridges and he left. He did, yeah. Unfortunately, he kind of left Waro a little bit stuck, so no one can get there anymore. Oh, what a problem. Mm. What comes out of Waro that's, that needs a bridge? Trees, I guess. Mm. Isn't there supposed to be a good par that comes out of Waro? Oh, it used to be. I don't know if it's as good as it used to be. That par shot used to be quite good. Yeah, there used to be a really good par there. You came from Waro, did you know? Oh, this explains quite a lot. <laughs> Well, luckily he escaped, so we don't need that bridge anymore. That's right. That's all right, yes. Yeah, no, uh, so it's a bit damp here. We've had storms and stuff, like lots of rain, like lots and lots. Yeah, I see all the flooding. And Sydney's underwater as well. Oh, is it? Apparently yeah. so, yeah. We had cricket on. So the problem is we had the cricket on this weekend, so it oh, rained. Who was playing? Uh, they were going to play tonight. It was going to be New Zealand versus um, the Netherlands. Ah, oh, yeah. That mighty cricketing nation, the Netherlands. Ah, oh, yeah, you know them and their cricket. Yes, that's right. <laughs> what else do the Netherlands do apart from play cricket in their endless summers that they have, you know? Such oh, a summer sport for that's, them. Yes, that's right. Yes. Yes. No, they um, no. I, don't, I wonder if they're wearing clogs, though. I wonder if they wear the clogs when they play. Oh, yeah. So you can hear when they run. Mm. <laughs> that's right. Uh, uh, yeah, quite interesting that they're playing. Because we've had no cricket here for years and we get the netherlands yeah mm. in march march is notorious for raining sometimes especially with this cricket on so it wasn't very well planned is what you're trying to say well i think they do it on purpose so we don't have to play here oh, <laughs> like uh, that's amazing and it was weird because there's a hundred blocks of 100 people so they've kind of split the stadium into these little areas of 100 people you're not allowed to leave your area and mingle with other areas ah uh, yep yep god i just went like that just sounds really hard <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have cricket, which is notoriously boring. You have beer, which is notoriously exciting. And then you're telling people not to go mingling. <laughs> which... That's right. And often they run out of beer in the thing, conveniently run out of beer at like six o'clock or half past six. Uh, yep, yep. So the crowd doesn't get too rowdy. That's right. So normally it starts at three o'clock and then three hours later, the beer runs out and everyone's there until 10 going, well, I want a beer <laughs> and I can't get one. This is now uh. boring. And you're not allowed to bring beer with, are you? No, God, no. They search you. Yeah, they literally search you. Yeah. No, it's just, um, no, let's take all the fun out of that. Have you thought about, because you could buy tickets, right? So you know where you're sitting. So during the week beforehand, you go into the stadium grounds where you're going to be sitting. Break into the stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Dig a hole, bury right. some beer. What? Well, sit on concrete. <laughs> I sit in the stadium. I don't sit on the grass. I'm not a commoner. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. So then ignore this plan. Okay. I might just, well, you could have said, why don't you staple or stick beer to the bottom of your seat? That would have made more sense. Well, there, you could, you could. Yeah. But if you bury it, then at least it stays cool. 
Whereas if it's on the bottom but of the can, seat, you have a couple of days. I'd have to get like a ding was a duck 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 things. Kind of... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, pitch up in a in a bright harvest yes. vest with yep. one of those things and a backpack full of beer and just be like and carry a clipboard and a hard hat and then yep. be like, just, Yeah, I'm here to fix the and just walk in. Yeah, just no, just walk in. You just walk in confidently. And, and then people they, will be like, oh, oh he must oh. be doing something important. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, he looks doing. important. He's got a clipboard, a hard hat, and a harvest jacket. And a, and a bag full of something that clinks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> clink, clink. Ooh. Yeah, but those guys nicking um, uh, cash machines. And they were going into malls in, like, jacket, van, driving up to cash machine in their jacket van during the day, and just picking up the cash machine, putting it in their van, and driving away with it. <laughs> and people <laughs> were just watching them do it, because they're wearing, jacket, they're wearing um, overalls and looking That's important. A- Amazing. Yeah, just blatant doing it. It's like, oh, wow. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, so bizarre. There was that story about the one guy at Bathurst the one year who figured out where he was going to be standing or watching it. And every day for like a couple weeks leading up to it, I want to say, he would go and he would just bury a couple beers. And then eventually he got to, got to Bathurst, sat where he needed to sit, and just spent the whole day digging up his beers. <laughs> Jesus, that's amazing. That's such good planning. <laughs> you got to have good planning there. I mean, mm. it's the, the Aussie Bogan tradition. Uh, it's just true. Thirst, so yes. you got to go. I think you got to try out Bogan your neighbors. So what's more Bogan than, yeah, I planned my, to bury my beers. <laughs> Multiple beers, yes, over a period of time. That's awesome. And have a beer tree. A beer tree. <laughs> uh, one can dream. Just, just gonna go harvest from the beer tree. Yes, go and pull a few beers off. People get <laughs> nicking beers off a beer tree. Ah, uh, they don't get very far though. They end up down the road, passed out. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, cool. So we should do some news. Yes, let's talk like about I've some news. Got a reasonable amount of news this week for some reason. You do. It's been like for a quietish week. There's been enough news, I'd say. Uh, yes. Oh yeah. Well, we didn't. I suppose it's been a week and a bit, I guess. But still. Yeah feels quite newsy it does it always does feel quite newsy you always i'm always impressed with how much news you manage to find and most of it's okay most of it we can talk about yep and the other stuff we can't talk about we ignore exactly yeah skip it real quick uh gameplay chart of course is how we begin um tunic is excellent it's popped in everyone loves it and it's come in at number oh, where is it 21 Hmm. Nearly twenty, nearly top twenty. It's quite good because it's quite a hard game. I think it's not like an easy run around and quickly, quickly complete in like an hour or two game. Yeah, it's um, what do they say? It's kind of like Dark Souls meets Zelda. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, which puts me off completely. As soon as someone says we're Dark Souls, I'm like, mm. nope. Uh, okay, so Fortnite one, Elden Ring two, which is still quite good for a single player game, although it's multiplayer, but not really. Um, and then Modern Warfare number three, which is yeah, quite a surprise. I don't know what Fortnite's doing. Yeah, Fortnite has changed, and they've taken away building. So Fortnite now has got no building in it, which means it's just a battle royale for shooting people. Yeah. Right. So the one tweet I saw was, <laughs> now that I, now I can actually play Fortnite without some eight-year-old building yeah, a Taj Mahal around me. That's exactly right, yeah. All around themselves, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought the same actually, because I always hate that. Because I'm like, I just the whole building thing doesn't work for my brain. I can't do it. I'm too old. Yeah, some people I are can, just too quick with it. I can shoot things. Yep, I can shoot things when they stand still. Yes, exactly. Yes, don't move. Uh, uh, GTA Five is up. 
to number four? Yep. GTA Are 5. we going to have a high def version and a GTA 5 version? Yes, we do. Because look at number 17. It is a, oh, re it is a new entry of I wonder what GTA that is. 5. I wonder what that is. Oh, good. Oh, this is going to be really, really confusing then coming forward. You know, at the end of the day, like this time next year, we're probably going to have a gameplay chart and it's just going to be about four different games. <laughs> FIFA, and they're going to be GTA. Like, they're going to be re-entries, new entries, going up, going down, trading places, and no one's going to actually know what version is what and where is going where. I, yeah. I just It's just at the moment it's full of COD and FIFA and now GTA. Now be GTA. Wait till Fortnite bring out the building version and the non-building version. <laughs> <laughs> Then it'll be Fortnite, Fortnite, and then yeah. Fortnite will bring out a different version for like single player people. Yeah, and then a high def Fortnite. Ah, uh, yeah, next gen Fortnite. Next gen, and then they have the, the retro Fortnite. Ah, uh, yeah, Fortnite Classic for everyone who remembers who quite likes that. Before version. it was Fortnite. Oh, GTA 5 has gone up a bit. Uh, Rocket League's gone up a bit. What's dropped down? Destiny has dropped down a few places. Infinite has dropped a place. What places were Minecraft? All much of the muchness, really. Mm. Um, re-entry, is that re-entry? Oh, no, no, not going anywhere, for 22. Yep. Uh, expect to see Guardians of the Galaxy go up this week, because um, I didn't. I don't think I got the news story, but they've um, got uh, the Game Pass has got the monthly subscription to Game Guardians of the Galaxy, whatever that means. Oh, isn't that um, Marvel's Guardians or something? Like Marvel's the Guardians of the Galaxy, isn't it that? Oh, is that something yeah, else? Something else completely. Oh, God, okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> I read the headline and went, no one's playing Guardians anymore, are they? Surely. <laughs> uh, Overwatch has gone up a bit. Yeah. <laughs> CFEs are sort of places. Uh, Dead by Daylight's gone up a few places. Tunic's there. FIFA, Crossfire one of them. Crossfire X is a re-entry at yeah, 29. Yeah. I wonder why. Uh, maybe like a might say, sometimes it does say um, Garden mm. Galaxy climbed over two hundred places after joining Game Pass. Yeah, pretty good going. Jeez. Yeah, this week it dropped down to thirteen. Um, um, I'm reading, trying to read quickly. No, it doesn't say. Mm. Uh, Cyberpunk's dropping out. Yeah, Cyberpunk is slowly fading away at number thirty-three. Interesting, at number 40, we have Shredders. Oh, yeah, that's not been um, accepted as well as it should have been, is it? Or everyone expected. Yeah, it looked really good. Uh, some people really enjoy it, but I expected it to be really high coming onto mm. Game Pass and Xbox exclusive, you know? I don't think it's very good. Looks like the <laughs> controls are a bit dodge. A bit dodge, which is a that's pity. what Scarred reckons, isn't it? He's trying to play it, and he's not, unless he's not very good. Hmm. Mm. Uh, yeah, so that's the kind of the charts. It's a, a weird week this week, I think. Other than Tunic doing quite cool. Yeah, yeah. There's no I mean, reason for Crossfire. It doesn't really explain why Crossfire is re-entried. Maybe people realise they can finish it. But I don't know why they're trying to finish it now instead of it in the April Achievement Challenge. Yeah, because it's a real fast achievement finish, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. We shall continue. We'll do some news. Mm. So we did Where's talk about this last week. We, yeah, no, because... Well, new news. We talked about this last week. There was a um, an idea export. We actually kind of predicted this vaguely. I'm sure we said this is probably going to be idea Xbox, and it certainly was. It was on the 16th, oh, yeah. so it was last week. A whole bunch of games. Oh, I do like games. I like games. Oh, like we should them. be friends. <laughs> Stop following me around, you weirdo. Um, <laughs> I haven't gone through this list, so I thought I'd do a fresh review to see if anything oh. jumps out at us. 
Yeah, good idea. I also haven't gone through any list of the games. I've just saw, ooh, new games. That's, yes. I thought I found a list of the new games. I went, ooh, new games. List. Okay. Mm. So I drink a bit of beer. Lost Idid Lands? Idios? Idiots? Idiots? I'm sure someone knows how to say that properly. Idiolons. It's a turn-based battling and a gripping cinematic narrative. Mm. So it has really good cutscenes, and you play a turn-based game. Cool. I do like turn-based battling, but it's got to be cool, look cool, and have really cool magic for it to be anything exciting. Oh, okay. This doesn't really explain anything. This is just a cutscene. This whole thing is a cutscene. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a uh, oh, very cool. It does actually look quite cool. Oh, yeah. What does it look it like? Kinda, it kind of zooms in. If you go to um, 1 minute 30 of the video, it gives you like a little bit of a, 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 um, of a, a thingy thing thing. I see. People running around. There's magic. There's Ooh, a I'd snake. Like magic. Uh, Q3 2022. So it's out later this year. Oh, yeah. Uh, Crusader it's... Kings. Sorry, go on. Oh, I'm just having a look. It looks kind of like a tactics game in a way. Yes. Yeah, yeah. because it zooms in and shows you what's happening, doesn't it? Yeah, but also just the movement. Like you get squares and you move your characters into different squares. So it is kind of a tactic-y game like that. Yep. Could be quite cool. Yeah. Well, you've been playing these games, haven't you? Your um, Gears Tactics. Oh, yeah. Gears Tactics. That's more like XCOM, though, but still very good. Oh, don't you think this is a bit like XCOM, though? Kind of, but... um. I don't know, it seems to be more, like there's that game in, Into the Breach or Enter the Breach, which is more like this, where you have the squares and you can move the people into the squares. Oh, okay. I've heard of this game, but I did not know that. Uh, Crusader Kings 3. Yep. This is the game where you can make a horse a, um, a king. <laughs> yep. Did you read that or not? Sorry? Say again. Sorry, it's because you yelled in my ear. Sorry. Uh, I dropped the story about the the horse yes. into the Discord. Did you read it, or I didn't was know. it just I too just, long? Yeah, it's too hard um, or too yeah. long. I just went. I didn't think you wanted me to read it. I just thought it was funny. Oh, it's hilarious! If you have some time, definitely check okay. it out in the Discord. It's hilarious how they realize that the, you could do something with the horse. The horse becomes king. <laughs> the horse. The horse becomes king and recreates the empire of Rome or something. It was hilarious. That's amazing. Okay, so it's coming out, Crusader 3. People are excited. Uh, Tunic, which we've talked about, which is that cool little fox running around. Zelda, yeah. isometric Zelda, basically. Fox we've Punk. Done. Fox Punk, nice. Fox Punk, yes. That's how we give permission for people to play it this month. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, especially Dark Souls is quite hard, I guess. And um, kind of cool looking, though. It's a good looking game. Yeah, it looks very cute. Yeah, it looks very cute. Yeah, yeah. Um, Oh, yeah, and the video, there's a quite cool video. So this is on Eurogamer.net. There's this article I'm looking at. And it has a video for each of these kind of cool little games. This game is out now. Play it. Uh, Immortality. Hmm. An interactive movie trilogy. Okay. Oh, interactive movies. Um, this is the first world trailer of a cinematic, cinema-inspired investigative horror. Hmm. Okay. Oh, okay. So there's talking. <laughs> As opposed to no talking. Well, no, there's actual people doing acting. Ah. Ah, yes. Well, I say acting. What's Silent Hill? What's that? What? What do you mean Silent Someone Hill? Someone from Silent Hill is doing something. Sam Barlow, her story telling lies. Silent Hill shattered memories. I don't know if that's Silent Hill, as in Silent Hill, Silent Hill. 
Hmm. Oh, okay. So there's a whole bunch of people here. Does like Queen's Gambit. Someone wrote in the Queen's Gambit, which is oh, a yeah. chess one. Um, and Lost World at Heart. Okay, World at Heart is the uh, the old cowboy one. Mm-hmm. So Cameron wrote all these movies, I suspect. Interesting. So this is this kind of reminds me of that um Bandersnatch episode of. Yes, choose your adventure thing. Yeah, yeah, like a choose your own adventure episode, which looks pretty cool. It looks interesting. It definitely looks like it's it's trying to mix and match genres here. Have these FMBs have all of a sudden start getting popular, or have I just been missing them for these years? I think they're coming back. For some reason, FMVs are just now all the rage. That's pretty strange. Maybe it's because it? you don't need to program; you just need to act. Oh, maybe it's because the actors haven't got any work anymore because Hollywood did. <laughs> so they're running out yeah, of money. That's true. FMVs are stoked because Hollywood has run out Hollywood. of ideas. Yep. That's bizarre. Chinatown Detective Agency. <laughs> I feel like I've heard of this one before. Um, so this is an intriguing proposition since its initial reveal. A classic point-and-click adventure of real-world components that sets it apart from its ilk. Hmm. It's a cyber noir mystery. Oh, okay. Requires players to step away from the game and do real-world investigation to proceed, perhaps finding the source of the court hunter for an airport code. Okay. See again, crossing over real world stuff. This is really odd. This is. Oh. Yeah, I do. I it do like wonder. A lot of work. Yeah, it seems like a lot of work <laughs> to play a game. I mean, yep. I do wonder how much people are going to, you know, actually do the real world investigation stuff rather no, than just, just Google and look up it. a code. That's what I'll be doing. Just going to share <laughs> achievements and going, all right, yep. 42. Here's the guard. How interesting. Quite an interesting idea. Because wasn't that like that TV program that came out had a game coming alongside it? There was a sci-fi program that came out a few years ago. You mean like um, Quantum Break? Oh, was it Quantum Break, was it? And it kind of tied into the first season of a, um, a sci-fi. It was on the Sci-Fi Channel TV program. Is that right? Hmm. Hmm. I, I don't know. I know Quantum Break had episodes, and you play through the game, and then every so often there was like an episode that did more storiness in the background. Oh, no, no. This is a proper TV program. Which had oh. a game beside it, beside it as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Obviously, don't remember anything. Cursed Golf. I did, I did like the look of this, actually. It would be quite good fun. Cursed Golf. <laughs> well, Cursed to Golf. Cursed to Golf. Yeah, Cursed to Golf. Oh, I didn't see the two. Oh, it's like a, looks like a Lemmings kind of golf. <laughs> the side, a side-on view golf. Oh, you shoot golf? It's like um, worms. Yes, except golf. Except golf. Golf against your friends. <laughs> golf purgatory. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, that's going to be quite good fun. And a stupid yep. kind of... Yeah. It's a platforming golf game. Who knew we would ever want a platforming golf game? I do now. <laughs> you want to go to golf purgatory? <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool. I'm watching the trailer and this looks amazing. Mm, it looks real fun. And these guys are really annoying, but Yeah, well, I mean, I have a running without sound, so I don't know. Yeah, how they same, sound. I don't actually hear them, but their faces. But one of the one of the features is that it's golf like. <laughs> right. Um, oh, roguelike, excellent. Yeah. A roguelike and <laughs> physics based dungeon explorer sees to try to attempt to navigate eighteen holes of golf purgatory. Juggling a card deck and tackling bosses as they go. Coming soon, it says. By Chuhai Labs. Chuhai Labs. It looks great. It looks fun. Yeah, it looks, yeah, it looks cool. stupid fun. 
Uh, Trek to Yumi. I guess that's how you pronounce it. It's a strikingly cinematic action adventure. Hmm. Uh, following the story of a lone samurai, Haruki. Oh, yeah. Oh, this looks cool. This has got lovely graphics. It's, uh, it actually reminds me of that Viking game that came out. Oh, yeah, okay. That's kind of side-scrolling, kind of cool, good, really good yes, depth to the Song game. Song of Iron? Song of Iron, yeah. Was that it? Like that. Yeah, it was, yeah. Something yeah. like that. This looks really cool. Uh, it's by De- Devolver Digital. Lone Samurai must voyage beyond life and death to confront himself and decide his path forward. It launches sometime this spring, which is hmm. like now. Yeah. Well, you get a bow and arrow, you get a samurai sword. There's cutscenes all. It's all in black and white as well. Mm, I do quite like the black and white look. Mm. Looks, looks awesome cool. though, doesn't it? It looks really cool. Like this, mm. the actual uh, the cutscenes kind of look like the game as well. It's done really well. Yeah, looks awesome. Trick to Yomi. Keep that on your list. Hopefully yeah. that comes to Game Pass soon. I just thought exactly that, yeah. Oh, yeah, it says Game Pass. It does say Game Pass. Ooh. Clash Artifacts of Chaos. It's a kind of, kind of, (laughs) it's a kind of melee-focused martial art adventure that see players in his role of Pseudo, punching and pummeling their way across the real fantasy world. This is by Ace Team. That's amazing. We're like, hey, look, look at this cool fantasy world. How do you get across it? Punch things. Punch things in the face. (laughs) Ah, uh, amazing. I like the graphics, though. It's kind of cool looking. What it's almost it look got like, like a uh, Borderlands look to it. Ah, oh, so like that cell shade. Yeah, yeah. Oh. You literally just fight your way across. <laughs> Get from point A to point B with your fists. Mm. Oh, yeah, combos. Uh, yeah, it looks pretty basic in that respect. Nice. But sometimes all you want is just to punch someone and win the game. Oh, I've been playing Cyberpunk and I'm just clearing areas. I'm just shooting people in the head. Yeah, Although, I'm going for the achievement of getting 100 kills on my uh, blade now, so I have to go melee stuff. Ah, yes. Yep. I do like the blade. So I'll just run around real quick. My health's pretty good, so I can just run around and just melee everybody to death while they shoot me. It's fun. So, no sneaky sneaky. I try sneaky sneaky, and then I get bored of sneaky sneaky. <laughs> Because oh, it no. goes wrongly, wrongly. <laughs> the sneaky, sneaky goes wrongly, wrongly. Um, next one is Escape Academy from Q Coin Crew Games. Uh, particularly nifty, springing the escape room craze into fully fledged first person adventure. Uh, players attempt to tackle the puzzle based room escape E challenges. Brilliant. Hmm? Okay. Could they use any more E's in there? Um, yeah, it literally looks like you're in an escape room and you have to work out how to get out of it. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, online local cops are supported, which that's fun. So you can sit back and let someone else do it for you. Ah, oh, nice. Uh, day one game pass. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it literally is an escape room. It'd be good to be kind of like if you could mess with people. Like if there's someone on the outside messing with you as you're doing it. Mm, like someone outside the escape room. Yeah, yeah. Could suddenly kind of like the DM change or a clue almost. or something. Yeah, yeah. That'll be great. Or decide which, which, um, uh, what way they have to do it. Like actually mess with the room and go, okay, this room's set up this way and ah, yes. a slight different each time. Uh, next great. game is Shredders, which is snowboarding. Yep, which for some reason is not doing that well, which is a shame. It looks really cool. It looks amazing. Good, good snow. Mm. It looks so chill. Like this is a perfect put on a podcast. I think that's the problem. I don't think it is. You I think you actually have chill? to focus. Uh. 
It's not like um, Riders Republic where you can just muck around and press buttons, mash buttons and pull off tricks. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, sorry, and pull off tricks really easily, not just mash buttons. <laughs> oh, mash buttons. Mash buttons. does look really cool, though. Yeah, it does. I'm quite, like, I look at this game and I just think, you know, it's perfect for just one of those winter afternoons where the sun is out, but it's a, like minus three degrees outside. You just wrap yourself in a blanket and just pretend to snowboard away. Because mm. you can't go outside, it's too cold. Yeah, no. So you, you don't actually snowboard because if you fall over, you look cold. Yeah, and then and you there's outside. End up breaking your tailbone. Not a good look. <laughs> Said like someone who's done that. I know, I know someone who has. Oh, that <laughs> so, just sounds wrong. Yeah, it's not fun. Not a great experience. No, it would hurt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think you can do anything as well. You just kind of have to live with it. No, it's smart. It smarts a bit. Mm. Uh, Flintlock, The Siege of Dawn, is a potentially very exciting new reveal. Potentially exciting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a very underhand way of saying it. Developers A44. Uh, Pre-release made. Ashen, we talked about this last week. I thought I recognised yeah. the name. Uh, so it's an open world action RPG. It looks very cool. We saw this. We talked about this last week. Yes, we did. It looks awesome. And they say, think Lord of the Rings with, with guns. guns. Awesome. Okay. We sort of saying awesome a lot there, didn't we? Yep. Um, so the ca that cast plays as a soldier assisted by strange magical creatures known as Enki. Uh, so far, I've got a tra trailer, which we saw last week as well. Mm. Yeah, it does look cool. Looks fantastic. Good yeah, job, A44. If you enter Roblox, <clears throat> developer Splitting Point Studios brought a heap of enthusiasm around the first-person shooter called Rolling Thunder. Uh, the segment was followed by quick trailers of Whale 4 and RPG, visual novel inspired by Kickstarter. It's a surreal, locomotive-themed survival adventure called Void Train, coming to Xbox later this year. That's, there's a lot of games there. Yeah, but I don't know why. So this is, oh, we're looking at the Whale 4. Oh, it's just kind of my game that I don't want to play, <clears throat> if I'm honest. <laughs> so what about it? Why don't you It's want an to play RPG visual novel hybrid, and those words uh, yep. hurt my brain. Uh, so you're not a fan of visual novels? Oh, not playing a visual novel. I'd like to watch a visual novel, and then not get asked every so often whether I want to press A, B, X, or Y. Ah, yes, you just want to park off and not do much. <clears throat> just either let, play, let me play it or don't, like, don't. Because yep. I wouldn't play it, I'll just play it. I'll just follow the guides to get all the achievements. I won't actually play it. Ah, yes. Yeah. I know, is this your sort of game, though, isn't it? You did like this little... Oh, oh, no, some of the visual novels could be interesting, but no, I like things with a bit more action. Mm. So they need This a bit is more... actually a turn-based game. A turn-based visual novel? Yep. I'm just okay. looking at it now as turn-based. <clears throat> it's got hex floors and all that. Oh, okay. So it's like another tactics type. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And you're just not spamming through all the text after a while because you get sick of it. Yep. <clears throat> oh dear. We're not obviously the correct um, target audience for that game. No, clearly not. I'm sure someone out there will enjoy it and the Achievement Hunters will as well. That's right. I'm sure Neil will play it. Probably for April. <laughs> um, we've got a fairly sizable look at developer Zalart's brutal action RPG. Brutal adventure action RPG. There is no light. Hmm. Uh, a very attractive sort of grim pixel art way. It's out on Xbox, PlayStation, PC this year. What's very grim, pixel arty? Grim, grim pixel art. It's yeah. a, it's um, yeah, it's a ton of top down. 
Well, no, it's that kind of weird 2D, isn't it? 2D, two and a half D, what do they call it? Yeah. That weird angle. Two and a half D sort of pixel arty. Mm. Mm. And you just run around and covering land as you walk around and fighting stuff. Yeah. Okay. Mm, yeah, no, not doesn't look that interesting. <clears throat> oh, Wrestle Quest is obviously the way to go. <laughs> Have you seen this one? It's the world's first wrestling RPG. <laughs> wrestle Quest. <clears throat> oh, yeah, so uh, we know who's going to play this, eh? Uh, Paul. And, and your, your Sharon. best friends from work. Yes, Sharon. Yes, she'll get well into this. This is actually made for her, this game. Oh, so it's almost good. worth giving her an X, an X Cloud kind of login just to see her play this. <laughs> Um, I don't understand. Speaking of someone with very minimal interest in wrestling, this did not capture my attention in the same way it's done forever online. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, I don't know what to say. It's it's a kind of I don't know. I'm so confused. It's literally an RPG wrestling game, top down again that top down Zelda view, but more so. Mm. Oh, yes. it looks like you walk to different um, uh, different uh, what do you call them? Arenas. Places where you fight marinas? Yeah, I was actually thinking more the the square thing. What you call that? Okay, I'm watching the gameplay for this, and it looks amazing. It is a turn based. <laughs> it's it's a party turn based game. So you don't just have yourself as a wrestler. You've got other people in your party. The burrito body slam. Wow, it looks hilarious. This looks amazing. And then you fight the normal people. Like what was his name? Macho Man <laughs> Randy Savage. And Andre the Giant. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? I thought it was original people. Okay. Yeah. I mean, when in the beginning, there's the Undertaker walking towards the ring. See, I skipped through a bit of it, so I wasn't sure what was going on. I see. It looks amazing. Okay, Wrestle Quest. Wrestle I'm putting Quest. this on my list. This is okay, hilarious. Excellent. It has Booker T. Wow. Randy Savage. Uh, Andre the Giant. Yeah, okay. I'm not sure what to say. But I'm glad that you like it. I'm glad this is for you. Uh, it looks hilarious. Uh, next we have Floppy Knights. Floppy Knights as in Knights. Turn-based strategy deck builder game. This is from Garden Story by Rose City. Uh, Rose City Games. Uh, take the role of Phoebe, the programming extraordinaire, as she tests her Floppy Knights creations of odd jobs around town. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I bet you... You know, at no point in your life did you ever think you'd read a sentence like that. I just, I had to stop because it was so, so surprising to me. Another <laughs> Zelda game, another look top-down game. Ah, oh, so good. There were so many words in that <laughs> sentence that just didn't work for me. <laughs> <laughs> Floppy nights. Floppy nights. Engage the collectible creatures ride, ready to ride crops of goblin invaders. Stop the volcano from going from going erupt. Does that make any sense? From going erupt? From erupting, I would have said. Yeah, from erupting. <laughs> now prevent the science fair postponement in turn in a turn based tactical battles. That's amazing. It and it's coming to Game Pass. It's coming to Game Pass. Oh, so Q2. Uh, finally. Okay, wow. It's been a journey, hasn't it? Um, yeah, it has. We have Paradise Killer, which is a uh, open world investigation adventure. Hmm. Uh, which is out now. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yes, yeah, so it did come yeah. with Game Pass. Everyone's excited about Paradise Killer, I think. So what I is based it this on the three people that were talking about it in, the, in our Discord. So people know it exists. Yeah. Okay. What is it about? What is going on here? Oh, it's another, <laughs> it's another you, kind of. 
You know, if you have to ask, yeah, you don't one know. of those. <laughs> it's really weird looking. I don't understand what's going on. I have a feeling all of these games are going to be weird looking. No, but this is weird. Like, have you seen some of the, like that blue guy who stood was weird. Like that was kind of wrong. Uh, I'm not watching anything because I just, I'm reading the names. Paradise Killer, Kraken Academy, Citizen Sleeper, and Beacon Pines. They all seem quite weird. Different. Cute yeah. and creepy adventures with Beacon Pines. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was, that was informative. Yeah, there's lots and lots of games. Lots and lots of games, yes. That is correct. Um, Begone Story. Okay, so. Begone Story. Uh, actually, I put this to Perfect Dark Store. We did talk about this last week. Yes. Um, so I was listening to Wins Weekly and the guy, and what's his name, Paul Thorot, said 34 people have left that place in the last year. Hmm. I didn't realize the numbers were so high. That's why I put the story back in again. I had no idea. Yeah, it was that sort of quite a high turnover. Yeah. Last place I worked, I thought I had a high turnover, but that beats it hands down. Yeah, it's a bit ridiculous. That's like two or three people a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so it's just insane. So game design, the main game designers left, and design directors left, top lead design, top lead level designers left, principal world builder, two seniors, um, group of three former God of War designers have all gone. Hmm. Oh, dear. Man. Um, but is it because it's got taken over by another company doing the work? With um, Crystal Dynamics. Crystal Dynamics took it over. Do you think it's that? That Crystal Dynamics have gone, actually, we've got our own team. We don't need you a lot. It could be. And it could also be that Microsoft might be very just, you know, hard on this team because it is their, their first party studio that they've made. And so they mm. might have just said, you know, we need to get this out. We need to get this sorted. We're not giving you guys 20 years to build a game. And so everyone's kind of just gone, uh, well, in that just, case, I'm out. I just wonder if people are blowing out of proportion a bit because it does say timing of the departure can coincide with September 2021 announcement of Crystal Dynamics assigned to co-develop. Mm. And to me, it's like, oh, this other team's come in. We don't actually need two yeah. um, lead, lead level guys. We don't need two of these guys. We need to actually kind of you know, get rid of some people. Mm, save some money, especially if we're paying contractors. Yeah, or just don't double, or double up on roles that you don't need to. Mm. It so it could sense. just be legitimate rather than being a, oh, no, the world's ending. Mm. Yeah, I just thought it was interesting that how many people, 34 people, is an insane amount. But then I read later and went, oh, okay, so another team came in and took over. So it's possibly why they all left. Yeah. It could also be a, quite interesting with Crystal Dynamics coming in to help out because it could be like a trial run where Microsoft could be saying, right, we're going to buy Crystal Dynamics and basically plug Crystal Dynamics into the initiative. Mm. And then the name Crystal Dynamics will disappear and they'll just become the initiative. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Because then suddenly the initiative has a whole bunch of RP. Yep. Straight away. Which could lead to, like, have to be legitimate as a, you know, as a studio. A studio, yeah. But who knows? I mean, it doesn't look good. And especially since they say that over here that the, the, what's it, the studio has less than 50 people if you have a look via LinkedIn mm -hmm. and 34 people leaving, that's a, almost half the team has just disappeared. Yeah, but okay, so before September 2011, what was the number, 2021, what was the numbers? 
Yeah, it's a good because it could have been twenty people, or yeah. and then they had fifty. Then fifty turn off, so they get rid of mm. thirty to kind of make the numbers back again. Like it could have been. I'm just saying it might not be as. Oh, someone's playing Tiny Tin. Oh, DJ Hero's playing Tiny uh, Tina. Oh, nice. Wonderland. Mm. Yeah, I don't wonder if it's as bad as everyone's saying. Yeah. I'm trying to be positive about this. Yeah, me too. But like we said last week, you know, sometimes we do want Microsoft to lean on a little. Just just lean lean on them a little and just go, come guys. Hmm. We're not going to give you 45 years to make a game. Stop looking around. Yeah. This is a cool story. So this is off purexbox.com. This rare original Xbox development kit is an absolute monster. Have you seen this? It looks amazing. It looks incredible. It looks like my old PC from back in the day. <laughs> yeah, the good old Windows 95 PC. Yeah, yeah. I did some digging around to double check this wasn't le- was legitimate. It does seem to be legitimate as well. I was wondering if it was actually just someone taking the mickey. Man. But it does seem to be legitimate. I didn't want to talk about it if it was Dodge. Um, so this guy, um, people were saying, can you please fire it up? But actually, those people, if you go on their Twitter, the, twi- the feed from this guy called Collector, Xbox Collector, or Gamebox UKV, he says he's going to fire it up because it should work. Nice. Um, so it's, uh, it's a proper nice PC. Yeah, Xbox logo's plastered over it. It's like an old school looking Xbox uh, thing. It says even says Direct Xbox on it as well. Yeah. But, oh, sorry. It alludes to its original concept of Direct Xbox. Uh, it's from 2000, 2001. So it's an Alpha 2 Xbox development kit. So the Xbox came out in 2001. So it's you know, a year before, nearly. Um, it sells between 500 and 10,000. So to me, that's quite a big range. Yes. Yes, indeed. Hmm. Yeah, so it'll be really interesting to see. I'd love it. I don't. I clicked on the link at the time. And he hadn't done it. He was like, "I will fire this off and post stuff." But I never actually saw if he did. Yeah, all he's got here is there's just another picture to say we have power, and he's just showing a screen that says Xbox Development Kit. He's actually got a really cool looking, um, cool website. Looking at his latest tweet. Oh yeah. On a his pin tweet, it's a whole bunch of like these Xbox marketing posters. Oh yeah. The old school. Marketing posters. Yeah. Man, the one with the robot, I remember that. That was amazing when it came out. That that girl mm. that that does the movements and the robot in the background is mimicking her. It. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was incredible. That like blew my mind as a kid. <laughs> yeah, so cool. That's really cool. And you can seems you can go on eBay. Oh yeah, it does, doesn't it? It does have a picture, last picture saying it. Why has it got such an old looking screen though though? So I think you have to have an old screen for that machine. Oh, you have to have a three by four. Yeah, it doesn't four do it doesn't do DisplayPort or HDMI. It'll all be through like VGA. Hmm. Scar plugs. Whoa! <laughs> like what is that? <laughs> what even? What even? Okay. Oh uh, yeah, so this is very cool. It's on. If you want to know the pictures, it's on um, uh, PureXbox.com. Original. Export development kit is a monster, is the title. It's very cool. I liked it. It made me chuckle. I was like, oh, that's right. I remember Paul was talking about when he saw the first 360 and it was actually uh, two power PCs next to each other. Mm-hmm. And he was like, how are you going to fit this into a little Xbox? They said, oh, it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Red Ring of Death later. Yeah. It'll be fine. Trust us. It'll we know okay. what we're doing. 
this is a quick one. Pure Xbox.com reports this, but it's a Paramount Plus is the latest Xbox Game Pass perk for March. I was I was actually gutted. I should have watched the Halo. I didn't realise, but you can actually watch the Halo episode late yesterday on TV oh, yeah. and I would love to watch it and then talk about it today. Oh man, are you excited for it? Uh, I was, but then I saw some headlines of reviews, and now I'm suspicious. Yes, I'm with you there. I'm quite, quite suspicious of it. Hmm. I was actually thinking, walking home tonight, driving home, not walking because it's raining, uh, well, driving home tonight, we should do a special Xbox review of the first episode. Oh, yeah, that would be a good idea. Yeah. Give it a watch. Give it a watch and then say what we think. Hmm. If it's if it's worth talking about, because it might just be terrible. But if you've got Game Pass, you can get a Paramount Plus and then watch it for, how long is it, Friday days? Yeah, Friday oh, yep. trial. So you'll get the first four episodes. But... Is that only in the US or is that everywhere in the world? I do not know. Because I don't think Paramount Plus is anywhere else except the States. People in New Zealand can watch it for free on TVNZ On Demand. Hmm. I wonder where we get a chair in Aussie. Oh, no, you'll be screwed. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> I haven't actually looked in to see if I can get it. Hmm. I'd have to jump on my Xbox and have a nosy. Uh, yeah. From March 24th, you can get it, so... Maybe you can change your where you live to US to watch it. Oh, yeah. Get Nord VPN. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Our sponsor this week is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, this is cool. Xbox Game Game Cloud. Xbox Cloud Gaming. I don't know the name. xCloud is now supported on Stream Deck through Microsoft Edge. Yeah. Uh, they brought out a special version of uh, Edge for Stream Deck. Oh, cool. So that actually works, because it wasn't working previously. Um, they worked closely with Valve to get Xbox Game Cloud... Get, oh, my God. Xbox Cloud Gaming working on the Steam Deck. Uh, while the user's been able to access the game streaming service, it wasn't possible to use a handheld controls to play games. Microsoft have now released a beta version of the Microsoft Edge for T Steam Deck. That includes full support. Hmm. Isn't that nice of them? So that now you can nice play stuff on there. That's quite cool. Um... It says while well, a number of game titles run able to run natively on Stream Deck, Xbox Game Pass isn't available on Steam. Oh, I see. Okay, so you have to play it through the Edge browser for it to work. Oh, yes. There's no app as such for it. Yeah. Speaking of xCloud, have you seen the clips from Otterbox? <clears throat> I have not. The, the people that make the phone cases. Otterbox. Oh, I, know, I know who Otterbox is, but no, yeah. I've not. No. Otterbox. Simone found... There's a really cool clip that they make, but they is also it made make of wood. No, I don't yeah. know what it's made out of. No, it's like she wants a wood case, isn't she? Yeah, wood or metal. But they also do a case where you can carry your controller, and it's got like built-in batteries, so your controller can charge, and it's got on top of the case a place for your phone, so you can clip your phone into the top of the case, and you have your controller coming out the case, and basically it charges everything while in the case. I see it's it. It's a little carry case. Yeah, I see it. It's quite cool, eh? I'm a bit confused by it, but yes. Xbox Gaming Controller Carrying Case for Xbox Series 1 Autobox. Ah, okay, so they actually sell a gaming clip. Yes. But if you have a look at the case from Autobox, it looks really cool. It's like, got a it's... quick flip stand screens. Oh, I see. So you can take your... What it is, is like a, it's like a box which will contain your controller, but it's got a little flip stand on the top. So you can yeah. take your controller out and then stand your... Um, phone, phone on the on the, con on the yeah and it's got a built-in battery our 
uh, from what I read. So it can charge your phone while you're playing, and then when you put your controller in, it can charge your controller in the case. That's very good, isn't it? It's quite cool. And it it's a cavernous, what they say? It's cavernous. Pockets can carry or store all your gaming essentials. That's really funny. It's a weird word to use. Cavernous. Amazing. Yeah. Well, that's really cool. It doesn't say about charging yet. Ah. Maybe it's it is $66 New Zealand. New Zealand, which isn't actually that bad. Mm. Um, okay, we shouldn't read it in silence in the, on the audio because it doesn't yeah, really work. For not audio. a good look. Yeah, but so like yeah cloud gaming on Steam Deck. That'll be quite cool. Except, have you seen how big the Steam Deck is? <laughs> and how long the batteries last as well. Yeah, it or is doesn't. an absolute monster. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit, it has to wait. I think version 2 will be better, I think, once they work out how to not suck all the battery out in like an hour and a half. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. this is Valve, so version 2 might never arrive. Yeah, it's a shame, but I was suspicious of it at the time. Yeah. If I'm honest. Uh, everyone is suspicious of it, but I mean, it doesn't make it any less exciting. <laughs> That's true. I was like the idea, and then went, oh, wait a minute, it's Valve. Yeah. Remember when they were doing the whole Steam PCs and yeah. Steam OS? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was awesome. And that would have been great, except mm. that also went nowhere. Uh, Xbox Game Pass is getting day one release of Sniper Elite 5. Ooh. Which is actually quite big, because this is a massive franchise, and people love this game. Mm. This is where you shoot people, and then you see a bullet go through the body. Yeah, and watch the bones explode. Watch the bones explode. Uh, there's like a multiplayer function on this that I thought was quite interesting, um, where you can kind of join the opposition or is invasion mode. Oh, so it yes. allows users to on, enter other people's games, either help taking out the Nazis or hunt down the other players. Huh. I thought that was quite cool. It could be a nightmare, but it could be quite fun. It's only a couple of mates going through and taking out, or you have a couple of mates versus another couple of mates and just mess around on a big map. Yeah. Trying to shoot each other. That would be quite cool. That would be fantastic. It's been five years since the last one came out. It doesn't feel like that long. It does not at all. My word. Yeah. <clears throat> so this is quite cool. Day one. Yep. Always nice. We like that. Oh, and another game, which has been announced, but no one really knows anything about it, is The Witcher. Yes. The Witcher 4, if maybe. Or... <laughs> if maybe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so it's a new saga in the franchise, it says here. From some digging around, it seems like it's the um, it's the what do they call it the the links? What do they call yeah, it? The, the like, school the, of the links. School of the links. Yeah, that's the word. So this is a new school. Um, but I didn't realise this is not the first time I've done this before. So there's actually only in the books there's only like three or four schools. Oh, yep. Um, but in the games there's like eight or something. So they've actually done this before and created schools. Okay. Yeah, we had some yeah. quite cool conversations in Discord about what we hope they'd do. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> the one thing to raise is that they're moving away from the oh, red yeah. engine and they're moving off to Unreal Engine 5. Which is the one that Gears is using, isn't it? Yeah. So I don't know how many Unreal Engine games you've played, but they all tend to look very similar. You know, they In all have... Good way? They, I don't know. Fortnite is like Unreal Engine to the max. Oh, and but then, that's four or three, isn't it? That's not five. No, that's five? four. I think it's four. But it's four, Gears yeah. 5 is also Unreal Engine 4. So yeah. if you have a look, it does look, there's certain bits which you can tell has got an Unreal Engine look to it. Mm -hmm. Like the gunk is Unreal Engine. It's got that kind of weird look to it. And Red Engine powers Cyberpunk. 
Yes. <clears throat> and, and Witcher 3. Yeah, Witcher 3. So they've spent years building up Red Engine and getting all their devs, you know, working with Red Engine and getting familiar with it. And now they're throwing all that away to go Unreal Engine 5. Which... Yeah, but don't you think that... Isn't that good that they can kind of open up and get different people in to help out and not get restricted to just people that know their system? Yeah, yeah, fair enough. But I also think that, I mean, Cyberpunk's red engine looks really good. Yeah, but it's also really buggy. Yeah, and I understand why they want to move away from it because it is so buggy. Mm. But Unreal Engine 5, I don't you know. You think, though, so they're going to have to, every time they do something new, they have to reinvent the world, don't they? They have to reinvent it all constantly and doing stuff to get it better. Yeah, yeah. Whereas no. they can go and grab five off the shelf. And have people that already know it quite well. Yeah, they know how to work it. They got support from Epic straight away. Yep. You know, they can just call up old Tom <clears throat> Sweeney on the phone and go, That's hey. Right, say, hey, bro. And he'll go, oh, yeah, we'll build that in the next version. <laughs> exactly. I understand. And there's some benefits. But for me, I was kind of like, oh, I really, the whole red engine about <clears throat> the red engine gives kind of almost like a European jank to the games, which make them feel very different from just the you know the games coming out of the states if you know what i mean oh yeah no i get what you're saying it is good that their own system it but, is but then you look at uh, frostbite and if matty's said that it's really difficult to program in frostbite. oh yeah frostbite and that's but, ea's own baby isn't it or whoever makes it yeah that, EA. that was ea and they forced everyone to use frostbite yeah and it's just a nightmare so maybe that's a similar sort of problem that's why they're having so many issues yeah I just I, I see a, I see a world in which every game is written on Unreal oh, Engine. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then I think we're losing <clears> a little bit of we're losing something. You know. You remember that demo you saw though, the Gears Five demo? Oh yeah. Gears Five, the I demo. Mean, yeah, that was yeah. cool. So it's very it's cool. Powerful. Yeah, no, um, it's very powerful. But you kind of once Unreal Engine Five is in every single game in the world, how much do they have to reiterate? How much do they have to change and? Make it better, you know? No, but it's it's people want to do art, don't they? So art always wants to push. Yeah, I know. I'm I think just... it'll be okay. Don't worry, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be good. <laughs> I think it's going to look good. But I'm just I'm just yes. raising this as a slight concern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get what you're saying. But we wait and see. I'm, I'm looking quite forward to it. Like we said in the Discord, it would be awesome if you could make your own character, your oh, own witcher yes. your, from your, <clears throat> the own school. And if you start like what... Uh, Fable did where you start off with as a kid. Mm. I like so I was saying that you should do it and actually get scars and then the stars stick with you. Yeah, if you're doing boss battles and you get a scar, then that's it. You have the scar. Yeah, that would be fantastic. You wear it with pride, which is kind of how the Witcher guys work, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that he'll look like Henry Cavill? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Great, it'll be good. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I still think it might be a bit too soon to have announced this since they haven't even released Witcher 3's next-gen update. So I just happened to be looking at this um, Cyberpunk 2077, which was announced first in 2012. So, you know. We're oh, we've got some time. Nine years away. <laughs> Do you think we will have finished Witcher 3 by then? Oh, I'm hoping to get the update. I was actually thinking this earlier because I, I put off playing the Blood and Wine bit. Oh, Where, yes. What's the second one? Is that Blood and Wine? Blood and Wine, and then there's... Uh, there's two, yeah. isn't there? There's two yeah, extras. The so one. I was thinking I was going to wait until the the update came out. The um, the pretty graphics version came out. Yeah, the next gen update. Yeah, next gen update. Yeah, and just to go through the DLCs and play them. Hmm. I'm ready. I'm high enough level to kick ass. So I'm just waiting for them to come out. And then I'll go through and nice. finish off the story of Geralt. <laughs> of Geralt. 
Geralt, yes. So actually, no, this is a linked story. So this Unity uh, Engine cinematic demo came out. Did you see this? This looks incredible. It looks incredible. Yeah, it does look like graphics though. You kind of what it doesn't at the end. It doesn't, but at the beginning, it looks like a graphic. Um, it doesn't look real. Yeah. It has the hair. It doesn't have that natural kind. So this is on. I've got it on on game gamerant.com gamerant.com game rant yeah uh it's unity ng cinematic demo shows lifelike character it's so close it's it kind is. of yeah it's, it's I good think, i think what we've done is we've actually gone past realism so you know that whole uncanny valley mm-hmm. where it's it's almost real i think we're on the opposite side of the uncanny valley where it's it's now almost too real, and there's something about it which makes us look at it and be like, mm, yeah, that's mm. just, we, you know, we've swung so far into hyper-realism that it actually doesn't. There's something yeah. about it which <clears throat> triggers us going, that's not real. And that's, but that's, yeah, yeah. And that's that whole Uncanny Valley thing, isn't it? It's just a bit unnerving or something. Yeah. But then you study it really closely. I was watching it, really studying it quite closely. Because I think if someone hadn't said, I wonder what it would have been different or not. Hmm. Um, but then I was thinking to myself, they could redo the Star Wars movies where they kind of brought back Leia and they brought back um, oh, yeah. Admiral, what his face was. Yeah, that dude. That dude. Tarkov. The old guy. Tarkov, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> they brought him back and they looked quite good, but they didn't look right. But then you think, okay, if they did it with this Unity engine, yeah, it would look way better. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the it Unity looks... engine is looking really good at the moment. Yeah, it looks really cool. And it's very good. Like it's very like the movement is very good. Mm. But she doesn't quite look right. Her face doesn't look right from a distance. It doesn't until you zoom in. Her eyes don't look right. So there's something about it which kind of is a bit yeah. weird. There, there is something about it which definitely looks a bit strange. But, but then when at the last scene, when you, when they zoom in, it's like oh, that actually looks really good. Yeah, looks incredible. Yes. So I, I do think we are, we've swung past realism to the point where we're now at hyper realism. Yeah, that's right. And there's something about hyperrealism which also sits in the uncanny valley. Yep. Oh, there you, you go. The last scene. This scene here. I don't know you're watching it, but it's the last, <laughs> like, last scene, 10 yeah. seconds. Like, oh, last two or three seconds, actually. Enemies yep. is what the title of it. That looks right, but the rest of it looks a bit. Yeah, you can tell it's CGR, but I think it's because we know <clears> it's CGR. Because we know it. Yeah. And the things around her is like nothing we've seen before. So, you know, you go to Europe and. Every building looks the same in a way. It's mm-hmm. square and it's on the ground. <laughs> Whereas you can make it look as real as possible, but if you make a building float, then people go, well, that doesn't look like any building That's I know. That's not real. Yeah, yep. exactly. So, but yeah, it looks really good. I'm super impressed. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they can do with it. We're at the, yeah, we're at the stage now where I reckon by the end of this generation of consoles, we're going to have, we're going to be playing games that are almost indistinguishable from real life oh look at that um matrix game though that came out the demo yeah ghostbusters (laughs) talking real life ghostbusters oh yeah that documentary documentary (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's a first person game coming called good new ghostbusters game first person 4v1 battle against spooks specters and ghosts oh yes this is quite cool so you can be four people and you Mm -hmm. can play against one people and the one people is a ghost Nice. Yeah, it's really cool. Actually, the announcement trailer is really cool. Polygon's got this story. Um, it's got a really cool announcement trailer. And it shows them kind of doing the whole Ghostbuster thing. And it's voiced by, um, I have no idea what they're called. I can't remember. Brain's not what. Right. Ackroyd, Dan Ackroyd. Oh, yeah, Dan Ackroyd. 
another guy's talking over it and I go, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden they say, oh, and you can be the ghost as well if you want to. I'm like, that's so cool. We can take you to the other side is what it says. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I love it. Uh, that last movie they did was really good, actually. I really enjoyed it. Oh, is that the one, you know, Ghostbusters, Stranger Things? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Stranger Tides, maybe? Ghostbusters with the Stranger Things kids. Yes, that's, yes, correct. And it's the Stranger Things kids, and it's the Stranger Things writers and the Stranger Things director. Is that right? I didn't know it, that. Like, I think most of the crew is from Stranger Things, it's, which is it's... why it looks exactly like Stranger Things. But it's very well done, though. It's a really good kind of goodbye to um, the chap that died a few years ago. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's a really nice end to his story. Okay. Yeah, it's really well done. I must give it a watch, because no, as soon should. as it came out, I just kind of rolled my eyes. No, stop it. You've got to give it a chance, I think. I really I enjoyed know. it. Ghostbusters 2016 left a bad taste. Oh, no, I haven't watched, I've never finished that movie. I turned it off. I didn't watch <laughs> I just, it. I'm done. I'm off. off it, it, was just, it was just so bad. I just was like, no, I'm not even going to give this my time. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I think I watched it until they employed What's-His-Face as a... Um, oh, you got old Chris Hemsworth? Chris Hemsworth. As soon as he turned up, and I was like, oh, no, I can't watch this. This is just shocking. <laughs> yeah, like, it's not even uh, funny anymore. I'll, I'll just go to bed. It's yeah, much more right. fun. <laughs> yes, but this looks this looks fun. I like the idea. 4v1. Yes, you know, that you're looks great. You're a ghost, and you can just be Slimer and just make a mess. Oh, fantastic. And trash the place. Sounds cool. That's, I mean, a, good, everyone, that's a good take on it. Everyone just wants to be slammer and trash exactly. the place. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what that's people want. such a want. cool idea. Nice. I like it. Yeah. But watch the last movie that came out. I enjoyed it. I'd like your take okay. on it. I think, cool. you'd, I think you'd like it. It's, it's okay. well done. It's a good like reboot of it. It's like a proper reboot of it, not like the last one. Cool. Okay, I'll give it a bash <clears> and see how it goes. Um, Xbox is giving away furry Sonic and Spike controllers. <laughs> I can't even say it with a straight face. What are they doing? Sonic Blue and Knuckles Red controllers are up for grabs. I just don't understand why they thought it would be a good idea to have fluffy controllers. Oh, you're not a fan? No. Oh, no I, I just looked at this and I was like, I want It one. kind of makes my screen, skin crawl, just even thinking about touching them. You know that kind of weird cotton wool feeling you get when you touch stuff sometimes and you yeah. go, ugh. Oh, oh man, ugh. I looked at this and thought, Cliff, I want one. Oh, <laughs> did she? I don't know. I looked at this gone. Ah, oh, that blue. I want the Sonic one. It looks so cool. Oh, my And just God. think, the guests come over and you <laughs> hand them the fluffy controller. And you go, oh, yeah, we dropped something on it a while ago and it just started growing hair. <laughs> but that's fun. the thing. Imagine these sweaty teenagers eating uh, their kind of with their orange fingers eating uh, yeah, whatever the Cheetos. They eat, the Cheetos. And oh, just, no. <laughs> Why? Uh, I, I so want one. I want the blue one. Well, there's a... <laughs> um, so good. Okay, so, uh, it's US only, actually, typically. Uh, you can enter if you buy doing reward, Microsoft reward points. Uh, pity. Uh, to do the sweepstakes. Yeah, pity. Imagine if they sold this as a, um, like a special edition controller. Mm. Look, I would pay $70 for that. Yep. I would love a blue <sighs> Just... fuzzy controller. <laughs> It'd be so, I think it'd be so cool to, like, oh yeah, I'm playing games and your hands are so cozy holding the controller, it's nice and warm. I just, but you get, I get sweaty hands anyway. Like, imagine sweaty, fluffy hands. Yeah, I mean, it's still fun. It's, it's still fun. And you have certain areas that are kind of rubbed off in a weird yeah, way. Yeah, true. And like, I think the hair might start falling out. I, okay, we need to continue. So Microsoft did bring out some kind of cool looking ones, which is their spring collection, which now sounds like a um, a fashion uh, kind of collection. 
It does, doesn't it? Mm, they have a spring collection of controllers. They were very pastel this year. This, uh, this year's um, designs are mostly be pastel. Yes. Very pastel, muted colours. Mm. You know, we're really expecting the... Oh, I just completely ran out I know. of yeah, things I know. to say. I, I know. I, was I know. <laughs> so, yeah, so we have Lavender Swirl, a mesmerising, swirly, psychedelic goodness, cotton candy blue, sugary sensation inspired by the sweetest of childhood treats, Pink Lemon, ice-cold refreshing design to brighten up any gaming session. Purple ca ca Camo, okay, ca Purple Camo. Pastel Purple meets Rough and Tumble Camo, that sounds like you. <laughs> oh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> Pastel Dream, which is Soothing Fades. Soothing Fades, that turn even the most stressful session to a smooth symphony of gaming prowess. Hmm. Wow. You know, I remember someone saying that... that <laughs> Gradients were dead. <laughs> That's right. They're you back. Know, people no, 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 were no. over gradients. No one did it since Mixer died back in 2017. And now gradients are back, but only pastel gradients. Yes, yeah, only pastel, yes. They have to be pastel, darling. Which color do you like? Because, I mean, there's got to be one that jumps out that you go, actually, that would look pretty nice. I don't mind the two on the bottom. The two on the bottom? So what color would that be? Would that be well, purple a square. camo and oh, pastel dream? To... I don't know. Who can tell? <laughs> Who can tell? Yeah, yeah, possibly. They don't yeah. have any names, which is a bit annoying. They're not, it's not next to the actual... Oh, if I click on it, what happens? Wait a minute. Oh, here we no, go. No, that just says screenshot. That doesn't help me at all. Okay. Experimentation time. No, that'll take us into a world of trouble. Okay. Ah, oh, there we go. So the, the ones on the bottom is lavender swirl and purple camo. Oh, I wasn't expecting that at all. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, yeah, no, Which okay. one do you like? Are you oh, more of a I... cotton candy blue? No, I like the pastel dream. The purple to the blue. The one in the middle. really nice. Yeah, that, what, that's the one in the middle. Okay. Looks really soothing, you know. It just mind it. calms soothing. your mind. Calm, yes. You, yes. You, you play on that controller when you're drinking chamom chamomile tea. Chamomile <laughs> tea, that's right. You know, out of your purple mug after a stressful week at work. And you're walking through uh, Cyberpunk 2077, shooting people in the head. Yep, you know. Calmly. You're, you're calmly yelling at everyone on, on Halo to get their act together because the other team is starting to win, guys. Come on. And like Simone keeps saying, is like, you really should just play with your headset because you keep yelling at these guys what to do, but they can't hear you. Yeah, hear you. No. Uh, next story. Which I like them. They're only thirty-five dollars or thirty-seven. What? Because they're wired. They're not official Xbox oh. controllers. They're they're made by Eight Bit Do. Oh, I thought they were a bit funny looking. That's yeah. what we talked about last week. Yeah. So they've got pedals on the back or buttons on the back. Yep. Advanced gaming buttons. Buttons. And ultra comfort. And thirty-five bucks. Okay. Yeah. Looks really nice. It was a very deceiving headline then. No one at any point did they say Eight Bit to me. Eight Bit Do. Uh. So. DJ here is playing this game. Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Ooh. I nearly pre-ordered it. I was close because I have my $50 voucher from Christmas. I'm like, oh, I could put it down and get this one. I didn't. And then I see now that if you buy the physical Xbox One version, you cannot upgrade to the Series X version. You have to go and buy something. The Wonderland. Um, what? Yeah. I'm like, wow, really? So you have to buy the physical next level or the Chaotic Great Editions of Tiny Tina Wonderland. Oh my word. To get the last and new versions of the next gen. This, oh man. 
have no words. I know. I'm. I was surprised. Yeah, I was really surprised. But then, if you buy the PlayStation Four version, it will natively upgrade to PlayStation Five. Which even is even more confusing. <laughs> like, why? Why are you yeah. doing this? Why Gearbox? Why? Money. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Well, yeah, it is money, but like, because no one will just no one will buy it though, surely. So yeah, we're probably going to find they're going to report in, in six months' time that it underperformed and it's coming to Game Pass or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a cool-looking game, but the fact that it doesn't upgrade when Xbox has a thing called smart delivery mm. mm-hmm. boggles my mind. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you shoot yourself in the foot like that? I, I don't understand. It's so confusing. It is. It's the weirdest thing. <sighs> Sorry, a bit of a downer. Yeah. It's kind of like I'm Tony Hawk's pro skater. The only way to get the Series X version is if you buy the Xbox One cross-gen bundle. So you end up with the Xbox One version and the Series X version as two separate games. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. What a waste of time. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. I got, I've got a story here. Oh, yeah. That's um, a bit different for a news show. I know. Oh, this is what... I was like, I can work out what the title meant. And I remember. Okay, so Microsoft's latest program shows why its gaming reaches far beyond Xbox, which is actually really cool. So, um, we talked about this a while back. Um, there's an ID at Azure. Do you remember we oh, talked yeah. about this very briefly when they were talking about doing it? It's been a yep. close... Oh, yeah, okay. So, it's been a close preview since last year. That must must when we picked it up. Um, so, creators get access to a virtual machine, a cloud-connected computer, preloaded with critical software or programs that help... Uh, that will serve as de- development environment. Mm. Oh, that's really hard words. Uh, as well as educational resources, support teams from Microsoft. Uh, it says they will save them time and hassle from acquiring the national program and uh, necessary programs and equipment. That's pretty cool. So you don't need to actually need your big desktops with lots of software on if you're a right. little indie studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. You just you go, just... here's a Chromebook, log into, log into an RDP session onto a Windows box. Here's your yep. tools, your program in the cloud. If the box you know, uses up a million percent CPU, you're not going to crash your PC. Exactly. Yeah, you just pull down and get a big bill. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm sure they've probably organized some pricing with the RD people. Knowing, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure they have, yeah. yeah. But that's really cool. I mean, the whole cloud computing is really maturing now, which is great to see. So I remember, and I can't remember what it was. It might have been like 2010. Um, uh, what was it used to be called? The Microsoft... Um, I uh, think we're going to look at Microsoft stuff, the partner program thing. Oh, the yeah. Thing. Like Ignite? Uh, Ignite, yeah, but like 2010, like oh, years so and years ago. It was called like TechNet or. TechNet, something. yeah. So TechNet. And I remember seeing them do this. They went and did some 3D um, editing, but then did all the qu- calculations in the cloud. Ah, uh, yep. And it took no time at all. Then it came back in as completed. Mm-hmm. And they said, if we'd had a PC doing this, we'd have like the server sat here. Yeah. What we can go and use. And it's like now it's actually happening. And they're making programs and doing all sorts of stuff in the cloud. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. that's why I said it's it's a maturing market now, which is really yeah, cool. Yeah. It's yeah, what we're doing at work as well is just remote apps. So here's <clears> a server <throat> sitting on Azure. You publish the app to a person's PC. They don't care where it is. It just runs on their desktop like a normal built-in app, but it's running on the server. And so that app can use you know a bunch of RAM and a bunch of CPU, and it doesn't bog down their 
little R3 laptop that they get given. Yeah, the base is turning into what used to be in the seventies, which is a client terminal. Yeah, it's welcome to the future, which <laughs> is like the, the past, for like except in HD. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's just prettier, not so green. <laughs> yeah, the future is like the past, but in in, in um yeah UHD. What is it? Four K. Four K. Yes. Four K. And they say this has kind of moved faster because of COVID, basically. This has pushed it through because everyone does remote work mm. now. Yep. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's, it's really cool technology, actually. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, yeah. Uh, there's a... So there's a, a Ubisoft... Um, uh, what do you call it? Showcase coming up very soon. Uh, mm. Very soon, as in before... It's, they say they're not going to clash with um, E3. Okay. So everyone's thinking kind of May time, possibly. Oh, yeah. There's a whole bunch of new stuff they're talking about here. Um, so it's going to be a massive showcase event. This hmm. is reported on by X-Fire from Ton Anderson, whoever he is. Uh, this is off GameSpot.com. Uh, they reckon they've got 20 games lined up. Um, okay. That is interesting. A, yeah, the, li- the live service-focused Assassin's Creed uh, Infinite, which I think you've heard about before. Mm-hmm. There's Good and e- Beyond Good and Evil 2. Oh, yeah, which they announced in 2018 or something. <laughs> yes. Uh, there's also a new Assassin's Creed Rift. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, there's a new Prince of Persia title. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That's going to be like a 2.5D. <clears throat> 2.5D, yes. Correct. <clears throat> From uh, Ubisoft Montpellier, which is obviously a French one. Uh, there's a uh, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora, Skull and Bones, which has popped up recently. Mm-hmm. Mario vs. Rabbids, Spark of Hope, the Cell, Splinter Cell remake, uh, The Crew 3, Ghost Recon Frontline, and a bunch of mobile games. Do you have any hope that Ubisoft's actually <clears> going <throat> to deliver on what they're showing? Eventually. <laughs> but they're knocking out. So they're just here. They've brought out like Rainbow Six Extraction, the Dawn of Ragnarok expansion, a bunch of DLC for. for uh, for Christ's sake. So they're knocking out a lot of stuff. Yeah, but they're knocking out the wrong stuff. <laughs> no, I think that I think that everyone loves the Valhalla. That's gone down really well. Yeah, it's gone down well, but I'm still waiting for for the Division Two. <clears throat> Remember, oh. they promised all that nasty yeah, no. stuff coming in, new stories, yes. and no, but COVID. They were promised during COVID, <laughs> like because of COVID, they promised all this stuff. Yes, no. Uh, Rocksmith Plus is coming out, Rollerballers, and the Division Heartland is tensively scheduled for this year as well. Yeah. I don't know. Ubisoft has become almost a meme. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, Skull and Bones, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Skull and Bones. Skull and Bones. But it's a lot of stuff. Like, it's kind of surprising. I thought it was an interesting list because there's a lot of stuff in there. you kind of unknown, like Ghost Recon Frontline, no idea what that is. Uh, Sprinter Cell, we don't know much about yet. Yep. There's an Avatar game coming out. God knows what that means. Um, <laughs> a new Assassin's Creed Rift. I was like, wow, I didn't know that's actually... Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. Coming out, oh, yeah. We might play it in 2027. <clears throat> Indeed. How quick are they when they do bring out stuff, though? Because they knock out Assassin's Creed every week, don't they? <clears throat> yeah, Assassin's <clears throat> Creed almost, is almost yearly. Mm. It pretty much is, yeah. They took a break, didn't they? Between yeah. Syndicate and Origin, I think. <clears throat> they took a year off. Yeah, and it got really well. <clears throat> like Origin was heralded as really good. So, mm. oh yeah, I think it still stands up well. Yeah, <clears throat> oh, coughing issues. Okay, so AMD says its frame rating, frame rating boosting FSR two point is coming to the Xbox. 
mm. and NVIDIA graphics cards. Yeah, this is interesting. This is really interesting. Yeah, you'd probably know more about this, but basically it's like a, it's like a, a hardware-based boost for graphics. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it basically takes low-resolution games and then scales it up to high-resolution using special AR stuff. AR magic happen. But actually so, on their chip, isn't it? It's like a built-in thing on their chip. Yeah. So it's the game you're playing, based. yeah, game you're playing runs at like 640 by 480, for instance. And then the game scales it up to 4K and then uses AR to clean up the image and make it look crisp and clear. Ah, fill in the bits. Yeah. So it's it's an interesting technology, but personally, I feel like it's it's a Band-Aid. They're going, we don't have the power to run these games at 4K, you know, at these high resolutions. So we're making up a whole nother subset of instructions to put in these graphics cards to get around this problem rather than really <clears throat> yeah, rather than just going okay we this is the problem we need to do 4k 60 at on every game what does it need it actually just needs brute force power or it needs a new way of doing graphics so but so, don't you think a lot of games coming out now 4k 60 anyway and isn't yeah, this that, for old games isn't this for like boosting old stuff no this is for new games so but, like um remember godfall when that came out that was yeah, that's coming out on PC. That'll come on Xbox it. soon, isn't it? Yeah. That was one of the first games to support this AMD FSR. So it's, it is interesting. Um, I do see it as a Band-Aid. It's, it's a... Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's a good idea. I think it's the wrong thing to be focusing on. And I understand that teams are big, and they focus on a bunch of different things at the same time. And I can understand why they want to push the tech that way. But I also think it's the wrong way to Do you to go. think, so like, like Apple are doing phones now and with their M1 chip, which is actually like lots of chip, lots of small chips, isn't it, the M1 chip? Yeah. Are kind of dedicated. Basically, it's like a risk chip, which has dedicated tasks mm. for each chip. Is this what they're trying to do with this? Going like a risk sort of stuff? Not really. They're using, it's more AR. They're using AR to do the upscaling. But what's AI? AI is just programming at the end of the day. Yeah. And if they've got so, a specialized chip for doing AI, they've just got a chip which does... Yeah, which is basically doing it. Special and all tasks. it does is the AR just looks at, they, they train it by getting it to look at a bunch of different frames, like millions and millions of frames. And they say, here is the input and here is the output. And, and then they train the AR that, that way. And so basically the AR goes, this is far away. This should be faded a bit and not so clear. So it doesn't need to upscale that so much. Whereas this is really close and it's going to need to be clear. So we need to upscale that more, you know. But I was watching a video about how these neural engines work, and it's it's very, very strange. It's not how you think. Like, you think neural engine is, like, the new big thing and, like, it thinks like a brain. But actually... Yeah, brains, yeah, definitely. A neural <laughs> engine is just many different paths, and each path has a weight. And you basically tell the neural engine what you want by adjusting the weights of each path. Okay, like a network connection. Ex it's yeah, exactly. Works. It's okay. it's a bunch of different network connections, and this, if you want to identify a dog, then you weight the different paths so that whatever picture you throw at, if it's a, if it looks more like a dog than something else, the neural engine will weigh the picture heavily in the dog's favor. And that's what they're doing here. They're building this into the neural engine. Um, I can I can go very super nerdy about why I dislike this tech and why. I really think it's the wrong thing to focus on, but I don't think the listeners would care too much. 
I think there's a bunch of nerds, but yeah, no, you yeah. can't go too uh, deep. Yeah, I'll ra- I'll <clears> rant <throat> on, on our Discord and the hardware nerds about it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. this is it's Nvidia's DLSS, and people are loving it. And it's this Nvidia F, oh, not Nvidia, this AMD FSR, and the new Intel's X XE XX or something that they're pushing out. Um, and and it's basically just showing off their their machine learning chips. But it's it's all about getting to these mythical 170 frames per second at 4K, and it's a shortcut. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Just do better, do yeah. better CPUs. I don't like it. It's a stupid and cheap. And really, you guys are supposed to be smart, smarter than me. And if I can understand it, then you guys are doing the, the bad <laughs> You're job. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> You're supposed to tell me how it works, and I'm supposed to just go, ooh, ooh magic dust. shiny. Yep. Yeah. Ooh, so we add the electricity <laughs> and magic happens. That's what I want. Wow, I'm glad I dropped this story in then, because I had no yeah. idea. Oh, no, I, I can rant about this. For yeah, ages. no, this is good. I knew you'd like the story. I don't think you'd hate on it so much, but, you yeah. know. It's it's interesting tech, and I can see why it's there. I don't think it's so, it's good for games. Yeah, so my take on it is the Xbox has a chance of being boosted slightly to kind of just do yeah. a slightly better job on some of the older games and some of the stuff that's out there now. Yeah, but it has to be programmed into the game. So yeah, but all the fine. games won't really get it. Well, they might do, though, because you look at the um, backwards compatible stuff, that's getting boosts all the time. Yeah, but this there has to be, be built into the engine. Yeah, okay. So yeah, they get around it. It's just all it's all just VMs, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, they could get around it. We wait and see. It'll be hmm. quite interesting. Um I'm still waiting for it to pitch up and blow me away. Okay. Interesting. So far, yeah, so far the implementation of it at the the current way it works and the way I understand it to work is underwhelming and the the results that have come out from it are underwhelming as well. Wow. I would much rather you just have a better graphics card. <laughs> just more power. More power equals more better. Power. More electricity, please. Yep, yep. Just feed me electricity into my veins until I can see the world in 27K. <laughs> okay, so we're going to do a flashback. Remember, okay. the, remember back in the day, there was this program called Doom? No, Ooh. was it Wolfenstein? Wolfenstein, not Doom. Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein. What is it? Which one is it? No, it's Doom. It's Doom. Okay, no, it is Doom. Doom, Wolfenstein, make up your mind. Yeah, well, it's the same company, so, you know, this is why oh, it's yeah, confusing. Oh, yeah, Software. ID Software, yeah. yeah. So, Sierra Online, do you remember Sierra Online from oh, man. King's Quest days and... Yeah, those... Sierra was great. Sierra was they great. They some amazing games. Yeah, yeah, no, they were massive. Um, this is an interesting article. So, this is IGN.com, your favorite website. Um, <laughs> so, this is a what if. This is... So, there seems to be there's an interview. Uh, very recently with the John Romaro guy who oh, founded yeah. ID Software and had a key role in designing Doom. Mm-hmm. And he talks about this on GDC 2022. So there's been a, bit, a few stories come out of this, uh, but this is probably the best one. So they were in the course of discussing the development of Wolfenstein 3D at the time. They did that in less than six months, I guess. <laughs> wow. Isn't that incredible? That's amazing. Um, so then... So then Sierra Online came along, and they had 200 developers at the time. Jeez. Sierra okay. Online. And they were knocking out things like, um, what was it? Uh, King's Quest was one of the big things they knocked out. But they had a whole bunch of stuff. Like, it was ridiculous what they were releasing yeah. all the time. Yeah. And so ID Software showed Ken Williams an early version of Wolfenstein 3D. And Romero recalls him being dumbfounded by his response. 
After 30 seconds of watching, he wanted to show me the new game they were working on, Red Baron Online, which I vaguely remember coming out. And when I said I was dumbfounded, like, here's the future, the start of the new genre, the first-person shooter. And Ken could not pay any notice. So he was more interested in his little Red Baron Online thing than he was in Wolfenstein. Yeah. Interesting. So um, they were saying that they were making 50 grand a month from the shareware model. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> indeed. In the 90s. That's amazing. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. Um, so he offered ID Software for two and a half ID Software for two and a half million in company stock. That's what he offered him. Romero from ID turned around and said, "Oh, that's a great offer, but will you give me another hundred thousand pound dollars in cash up front?" And Ken thought about it for a second, and then said, "No, thanks. Good luck with everything." <laughs> so here's two point five million, and you guys. Yep. What about 2.6? Uh, in the stock, like... though. No, no, he wants stock. So it wasn't oh. actual cash, it was stock. So he was like, okay, that's fine, but give me some money. That's what he said, yeah. I suspect. Oh, yeah, okay. So here's, oh, yeah. Yeah, because stock nope. is. All good. He went, no, it's fine, good luck. Um, and then we know what happened, because then Sierra Online basically just disappeared and burned and disappeared. Yeah, they just disappeared, eh? Um, although they've come back, actually. There's a news story recently saying that when they were bored in COVID, they started making making game again. Ah, oh, Did okay. you see that? I saw that as a popped up. No, but that sounds interesting. Mm, it could be. I didn't do the story because I wasn't sure cool. if anyone remembers Sierra Online, so I didn't drop it in there. Well, if the listeners remember Sierra Online, let us know if you want to drop the want yeah, us I'll, to drop I'll the story because it, it was quite interesting. Um, so in the meantime, obviously, ID went id went to uh, went to Doom, made Doom, yeah, and made it one of the famous studio, and then they got bought by Bethesda, and now they're of Xbox. You kind of go, no, that could have been completely different. Like Sierra Online could have well been the next Bethesda almost. It could have been, jeez. Yeah. That's amazing. I can't believe you go, here's this new game, and it's the first of its kind. Mm -hmm. And you're like, yeah, but cool, look at this thing. Yeah, but look at this. You can fly around in a plane. <laughs> and, and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. There was a, he was interviewed. There's a whole bunch of stuff, but this was the one thing that I kind of went, that's incredible. Yeah, that's great. And I mean, look at it. $2.5 million for a game company. And these days we're going, oh yeah, there's yeah. 60, $69 billion, billion for a company. Yep. Amazing. Oh, actually there's a note at the end. So as it happens, Ken and Roberta Williams, uh, who were the original starts of Sierra, after a lengthy hiatus, have started making Colossal Caves 3D, a massive update on the classics 1970s text adventure. <laughs> I'm guessing it's got graphics <laughs> rather than text. What the heck? And as for Romero, he recently made a new level of Doom 2, and all the proceeds go to the aiding refugees from the Ukraine conflict. Hmm, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. That's, and that's now, so cool. Yeah, and if you have a look what now, oh, um, John Romero, isn't he the one that's working for, for Facebook now? Oh, I don't know. I'm sure he's working for Facebook with the Oculus, because he thought VR was going to be the future. He moved across to Oculus, and then Facebook bought Oculus. No, oh, gutted. I'm ninety percent sure that that's the right guy. It says he does a Doom two, a Doom two level though. Yeah, he could have made something. It's exciting. Hmm. But let's see. I got my final story coming up as well. This is Ooh. exciting. Okay. I know what it says. I know what they're going to make as well. Oh, I've, I've worked you? it out. Ah, oh, look at Lee and him being insidery. Right, are you ready to drop the bomb on everyone? Drop it, mate, yeah. Yeah. Stand back. 
Oh, everyone, hold on. He's got to take a swig of beer before he drops this news story on you guys. I was waiting for you to tell me who Romero's working for now. You're not going to do it. Uh, I thought you were clicking around trying to work it out. I was trying to, but it was too hard. It's too hard. The select okay. wasn't selecting and the search <laughs> was, wasn't searching. I was so buying I time for you. I was even talking over the time, buying time. Okay, so. Ah, look at you go. Like this a professional is, podcaster. Uh, yes. Uh, this is off the sun again. I don't know why I keep getting stories from the sun. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. So I saw this actually last week, this leak. Um, and I didn't talk about it because it was just a leak. And I was like, okay. Um, and I can't, I can't find the name now, but at the time they actually had a name they'd found inside the consoles. Cause, you know when inside the code, they have like the code name for the, com- the computers, or mm-hmm. the Xboxes, yep. like Scorpio and whatever. And they found another one underneath the latest one that came out. What, what was the Series X called? I can't remember now. Scarlet. Project Scarlet, Scarlet, that's right. Yeah, so underneath Scarlet, they had another one, another name. Ooh. And they were going, there's another Xbox coming out. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. But then, so this has actually been kind of picked up a bit more. So speaking on uh, a podcast last week, this guy called Nick Baker, gaming expert, who would mock off as bringing the Xbox-branded hardware this year. Ooh. But he also says it falls into a different bucket than people are probably expecting. It's mm-hmm. VR. It's got to be VR. Do you think so? No, not at all. But <laughs> if it is VR, that'd be incredible. <laughs> I don't know. I think everyone's so, wanting it to be VR. Yeah. I went VR because it would be hilarious if it was. It would be funny. Um, but I got a feeling it's actually going to be those. There's going to be a little uh, Game Pass box. Yeah, I mean, it, it, like a Switch competitor. Yeah. Oh, it's just be like a Roku, basically. Yeah. Yeah. No, not a Switch competitor. No, no, a, a game. But it'll be a plug-in for your TV. So just like a streaming stick. Streaming stick, yeah, but a little oh, box yeah. with power. Like it will be like the um, the AMD. Uh, oh, what are they called? Not the Nvidia. Um, Nvidia. Shield. Yeah, shields. Yeah, it'd be like that. Oh yeah. I don't know. I would prefer it to be a little handheld, like a Switch or a Steam Deck competitor, but with built-in 4G. Nah, that's too hard. Not, no, I mean, there's, there's 4G built into Teslas. I know. What I mean is 4G is not very good. It will just be painful. I, I don't know. I've played, I've played xCloud on 4G, and it works much better works. than some Wi-Fi's. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. So I have, I have high hopes. 4G, 5G is going to be really good for xCloud and if it is a switch competitor or a steam deck competitor even i think I mean, this would yeah true i think if they did that they would destroy stream a uh, steam deck like it would be all over i mean imagine that it's xCloud, so you're not using up heaps of battery because all of it is a streaming from the internet you just got to have a big enough battery to keep the 4g modem alive yeah screen. Not, don't use 5g because that'll kill you yeah that'll kill you but how how much battery can you get out of that you could get a good you know, 12 hours. And? At a good battery. Mike's, a good phones, mobile phones are still being made at quite a decent click. Like, there's not been a re- restriction there. So if they made something which is mobile phone base. Hmm. I mean, um, and all it needs to do is just have a slightly bigger screen than the current ones. You know, the six six inches that mm-hmm. we got now. I still think VR, but okay. Well, I'll, okay, I'll, you I'll go you. VR, I go switch competitor. <laughs> Little, yeah, because I mean... Battery, it doesn't need a graphics card. It can get by with a really skint CPU because all it is is streaming through the browser. Oh, yeah, Easy. yeah, yeah. Well, and it has to be a little bit powerful, though, because you do get some issues. You do have to have a little bit of power behind it. Yeah, yeah. So you add a little bit, but you don't need, like, Steam Deck level power. No. No, you're wrong, VR. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we wait and see. We wait and see. 
it's interesting because I saw this pop up last week and I was like, oh yeah, and ignored it. And then it came up again. I was like, oh, wait a minute. There's actually things happening here. There's something coming out this year. Mm. So it will be interesting to see what it is. It will be quite interesting. That is the news. That is the news. Good job. For a, a quietish week, there was quite a bit of I news. Know. It always works like that, doesn't it? It does. I think they do this on purpose to you. <laughs> they watch you tweeting and they go, hmm, we need to make sure Lee tweets more. Hmm. All right. Before we get into the new and noteworthy games, though, we've got a special announcement for our audio listeners in case they haven't caught up on the latest Game Face episode. Hmm. Which isn't that yet? Yeah. Do you oh, want to tell um, everyone? Or me? Yeah. Okay. We. <laughs> I was expecting you to do it. I've been talking for ages. I feel like you should do it. Well, you, I got another announcement after this one. So. Oh, God. Okay. Um. So. A thing happened on Tuesday, which was very exciting. Very, very exciting. Very exciting. We have our own little place to hang out now called the uh, XboxCast.co.nz. It's a website, and it has access to all our stuff. I'm not prepared for this at all. I wasn't expecting to do talking. Um, I know. That, that's why I dropped you in it. <laughs> thanks, thanks, bro. <laughs> so that I could, so that you could stumble over your words and sound like all excited about the, the, the website. Yes, so we have like a website. A fanboy. Go there, go there and look at stuff. Click on things. We want feedback as well, because this is all very, very, very kind of fresh and new. Fresh and we're new. kind of making it up as we go along for a change, yeah. which I know is a and shock to everybody listening. I know. We never do that. We are way too <laughs> professional to do that. Exactly. We normally have such good plans. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so we are, we've got a new website, and it's very cool. And we have looked different sections to it. I might bring it up, actually, so I can talk about it. So we're going to kind of expand it more, but currently we have like the podcast, obviously, because that's the reason you'd go to it to actually listen to the podcast. Yeah, we have a live episode. A live, at the very top, it's all alphabetical, whatever you call it. It's all very... Um, laid out. Laid out in times, so the last one's at the top. We have a live button, which will work. So we need YouTube followers, people. We need 100 YouTube followers. Yes, we do. Um, so you can click on live. It will show the last episode on YouTube, or us actually speaking at the time if we happen to be live. We have an important events calendar. Yes. Um, which I think is going to change slightly, but currently it has like, it's a basically a fixed screen, but it's going to change and be a bit more interactive and kind of have more cool stuff in there happening and yep. a, easily kind of to link into your calendar and... Yep, dropping into your calendar, making it more swish. More swish and random, com I reckon we should put competitions in there, anything that's happening. Talking of competitions, we're going to yes. do a competition. We need to get to 100 people on YouTube. Yes, we do. It's our focus. So we've decided to do a giveaway. Well, not just will... one giveaway, though. Oh, actually, we're going to do four giveaways. Four? I think four. we should do four one after another. They, four, they okay. start on Saturday, which will be with Game, game Face came out, and go to continue to Saturday, which is the next Game Face, and that'll be the so, first one. Oh, yeah, okay. So not all four in one week. No, we do four in a row, like month, four, a month's worth of competitions. Ooh, that's a great idea. Yeah, stretch it out. That is a good idea. Um, we have four games. Should we tell them the games, or should we make it a secret? Let's keep the game secret for now, okay. until we figure out how to run the competition. And we're just going to do a game giveaway. Just yeah, follow us on giveaway. YouTube. I want you to go and watch a video, and then make a comment. Ooh, okay. Okay, and like the video, and tell your friends. <laughs> so, I think that's so enough. Three things to do. Yep. Find a, a podcast video or a video from our channel. Yep. Watch it, leave yep. a comment, and, and share like it. it. And like it. Oh, and There's like it. Okay, so four things. Yeah. Cool. If you could do that for all the videos, awesome. Brilliant. 
So yeah, that's happening. There's a competition on Saturday. It was our first competition in quite a while. So this is yes, good fun. Um, there's a support us page, which has links to all helpful links to all the different areas, which has been refreshed a bit. We've changed all the names around last week. Yes, we week so that's quite cool. Um, so give us money. <laughs> uh, social media. So that's how you find us, obviously. And yep. then uh, there's an all about us, which will expand. I think. I think we should actually put in a section for people we like as well, which will kind of go into that. So yeah, there's going to definitely be a, a friends of the podcast section there. Yeah. So we have plans. This is V. This is actually V two, but because no one saw V one. Yeah, no one saw V one. So this is this is version one. This is why you should be a Patreon because then yeah, you get stuff early. get see cool stuff and get involved and tell us because we had some good feedback off them guys as well. Yeah, we got very good feedback from the patrons. Thanks, guys. Yeah, um, and also the patrons have another benefit which has sort of just happened. We like get, them more. We do well. Okay, then there's two benefits. <laughs> we like them a lot more. <laughs> they get way more of our love, and. They have started receiving a monthly newsletter with what is actually happening with the podcast. Oh like yeah, that's right. I things that we're working that. on, things that we're changing. You know, they get they get into feedback, so they can give us some feedback. I mean, we appreciate feedback from everyone, mm. but the the feedback from the patrons count for two votes instead of one. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah. So you know, okay. everyone's equal, but some are more equal than others. <laughs> so I better fart the newsletter again, and I can better someone out and just see if everyone's still alive. Indeed. Yes. Um, so yeah, new website. It's cool. We're now not using Podbean or YouTube or whatever as our kind of place to go. Yep. Just go to the xboxcast.co.nz. Indeed. That is our new home. See stuff. In fact, it even says, welcome to the home of the Xbox cast. It does. Or it says the home of the Xbox cast. But that's our home. The xboxcast.co.nz. It's very cool. You can actually go to each, like all last year's um, posts are all in there. And you can actually watch the videos from YouTube straight there. Nice. So you don't need to go to YouTube, but just work it straight from there. Just straight from there. That'll be great. Yeah. It's very cool. We're really impressed. Things yeah. happened. It's been in the build it's been building this for months. <laughs> it has. Yes. So yeah. This is Project Banana, which we have finally Project released. Banana. We have unpeeled on Project Banana. Yeah. Peeling back the banana. And it is a website where we're gonna live and that's gonna be our home going forward. Anything new to do with the podcast, we're gonna be putting there first. And every other site from now on, Patreon, uh, Podbean. That's all going to be secondary. So hang out at the website first. YouTube yep. videos, Twitch videos will go there first. Um, you know. And it will look change as well. I think it's going to change quite a lot as we go. Yeah. Forward. As we get more feedback, more users, more people on, involved, it'll update, it'll grow, it'll change. We're going to add more sections. We also are starting to talk about merch. Yes. Will, yes, Which will be one of the main reasons to come to the website, to grab our merch. To buy a hat. Get our hats, get us some stickers, and a coffee mug. What else do yes. you want from us? <laughs> we're like, socks. We're like... <gasps> socks. Oh, socks. Someone was talking about getting socks. I was like, that's a really good idea, Xbox cast socks. That's a you have my idea. face on your leg. <laughs> <laughs> we just need to make sure the socks are Thahas. Yes. So it can be the whole of Lee. <laughs> yes, just standing there. Uh, that would be great. Wearing Xbox cast boxes. That's right, and socks. On my socks. That would be great. So yeah, we are, we're going to be like those random bosses that you kill in a mission that's going to drop a mug, a hat, a sticker, and some socks. <laughs> it's like some socks. I like the socks. I thought the socks was quite cool. The socks are a very good idea. Yeah. I do like them. Yeah. So, Tell yeah. Simone. She has to listen to the podcast. Well, I think she has to listen. 
She already listens, doesn't she? Surely she's a fan. I'm pretty sure she does. She listens diligently, like the rest of us. Exactly. Uh, Now, before we move on as well, we have to announce something, which I've completely forgotten because I didn't write it down. You just... (laughs) You put me in it and now you walk away and go, ah. Yeah, (laughs) look at that guy. (laughs) So, yeah, uh, the April Achievement Challenge. That's it. Yes. April is coming up fast and furiously, guys. It starts a week from today of recording. That's and right. Yeah, I did notice actually today was the day. I know I put that in the um, Discord. Final nice. week of Final of, week um, of parchment. 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 Yeah, one of them. So yeah, April kicks off in a week's time. By the time this podcast comes out, you have even less days. We are all getting excited. If you're not sure what the April Achievement Challenge is, check out our website. We've got a handy little events calendar in which has all our events over the years. You can go have a look. Look at you promoting our podcast, our website. Yeah, well, I mean, we've got to get ours on it. Yep. So, yeah. Basically, what we're going to do in April is the most achievements wins. We're going to count it on gamer score and achievements won. Then there's even going to be TA ratio and the last the last competition is going to be all against Neo Master. So we're going to, everyone who takes part is going to be pulled together and we're going to see if we can beat Neo Master on any of those three metrics. Or all in, of them. In gamer score on true achievement ratio and achievements one. And then in case you're, you're busy on, in April and you can't really sit down in front of the Xbox for hours playing baby games, like most of us are going to do, Simone is also going to be running a step challenge. And the step challenge is going to be very different. The one to beat for the step challenge will be our reigning queen, Diabolic Jester, who is averaging something stupid like 17,000 steps a day. He must be like a stick figure. I think, my word. Does that guy walk in his sleep or something? Because the only way I get 17,000 steps in a day is if I don't sleep and I spend 24 hours walking. Just nonsense. I don't understand. Posties are crazy. He's strange. So, yeah. Basically, if you're looking to get active or you can't take part so much in the April Achievement Challenge, don't feel like you're left out. Jump into the Discord, take part in the Step Challenge. And even if you just crack a thousand points for Gamer Score, that's going to count against Neo Master. So, yes. don't, don't sell yourself short. Any, any amount counts. Or just it, walk further than. Um... And uh, Jester. Be easy. Yeah, we just got to find out how many kilometers he does because he told us in miles, but miles is made up. <laughs> miles is made up. <laughs> yeah, miles are made up. They're not a real right, a, a not a real measurement. Yes. yes. Oh no, no, no. We should do it in what was the name of that bridge? Oh, in yes. <laughs> oh. In fact, if you can work it out, you'll win. If you can work out, <laughs> that's it. You're done. Uh, Snoots or Schnut? What's his name? Schnut. I was Snoots. I, th- I think it was, yeah, how many schnutz is the, the bridge? That was amazing. That, was, that find was incredible. Yeah, it was so good. So, yeah, that's our April Achievement Challenge. We want you to guys to take part, even if you feel like you can't do much, because it's all going to count against Neo Master. Smoot. Smoot, that's A it. non-standard humorous unit of measure created by the MIT. Um, there's a bridge which is 364.4 smoots. Nice. Uh, so- five foot seven inches. That's how far it is. How many feet in a mile? How many smoots in a mile? Oh, it's, um, well, it's 1.7 meters per smoot. Okay. 
Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. You you ask me words. Yeah, meth on a Friday night, not a good yeah, look. Yeah, no. Um, miles, I, I just. I thought you being English, you would know what miles are all about. Oh, I know you it's point six miles to a. Uh, a kilometer is point six miles. No, a mile is point six kilometers. Sorry, <laughs> so a kilometer is point six. So a kilometer is longer than a mile. Um. Well, you go 100 kilometers an hour is like 60 miles an hour. 100 kilometers an hour is 60 miles an hour. Yeah, that's right. So, yes. Don't try and confuse me with words. I've had a beer and it's nine, half past nine at night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm trying to work out this mythological unit of measurement. Yeah, what miles. miles. <laughs> yeah, so 1,000 kilometers. Uh, sorry, one, 100 kilometers an hour is 60 miles an hour. Okay. Right. So is that, does that mean miles are longer than kilometers? No, shorter. No, if they are shorter than kilometers, then they'd be more than kilometers. Because if you travel at 100 k's, you've only done 60 miles. Yes. So it's shorter. That's what I said. I'm so confused. <clears throat> Keep going, quick. No one right. notice. Yes. Everyone misses this conversation. It's fine. There we go. So we're moving on to the new games. New and so noteworthy. Smooths are the way to go forward. Yes. So we're going to start measure, we tell, measuring. We should tell Jim Bean smoots. We need smoots measurements, please, on your spreadsheet. Yes, we need smoots measurements. Thank you very much. Now, the new game's coming out this week. Let's end on a high note and something not so confusing because we can all understand new games. I don't know what you can understand, but I can understand new games. Starting off with the new, and we're going to save the noteworthy for the last Oh, you've bit. actually... Yeah, nice. Okay. Well, I mean, you complained, so I, I know, listened to the complaints. I know, because I kept falling asleep. And yawning well, a lot, so you need to keep me... Okay, I'm going to keep you entertained. Entertained. Starting off with Tainted Grail Conquest, and it's coming to Game Pass. But it's coming to PC Game Pass, and coming soon to console Game Pass. You fight on ever-changing maps, you fight deadly enemies, and you learn what happened to the cursed island of Avalon in this unique, infinitely replayable, story-driven hybrid, hybrid between a deck-building roguelike and an RPG mm. game. There goes Lee. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a card game. The, the picture yeah, for it no. looks a lot looks more exciting nice. than the does game. It really cool, doesn't it? It looks really cool. It's kind of like Dark Lord of the Rings style, mm. but it's a card I think game. what it is, is I do lots of talking at the beginning of the podcast. By the end of it, I'm a bit tired. And then you oh. start talking about card games. Oh, yeah. And then you go, oh, I just don't care. No. Don't care anymore. That's fine. I will try and toss you back Come to on. life with Zero Escape. The nonary games. Have you ever played a nonary game? No, but I did read. Uh, this is like six games, isn't it? Or something in one. Is it? Yes. Huh. I was reading about this for some bizarre reason. Oh, because yeah. it's coming out on Game Pass. Ah, yes, yes, it is. Yeah. So there you go. So it's Game Pass stop. Yeah. So I was reading about this, and it's like six games, all really popular that everyone loves. Oh, cool. Okay. Which I'd never heard of. Yeah, brilliant. Because in this, the nonary games, it's the opposite to an honorary game. <laughs> you see okay move. so in this game a group of strangers are kidnapped and forced to participate in a diabolical game of death who can be trusted tensions rise as the situation becomes increasingly dire oh this kind of sounds like squid game Lee doesn't care no, it's available okay. on no. cloud console and PC that's zero escape which is basically the new name for squid game hmm Next up, we have A Place for the Unwilling, a combina combining exquisite narrative depth 
an exploration with a curious setup plus a dash of Lovecraft. It's a rich narrative experience where player choices really do count, apparently. So, yeah, it's interesting. It looks hand-drawn almost, doesn't it? Yeah, very hand-drawn, very top-down view, kind of 3D isometric 3D almost. isometric, yeah. Yep. And the fact that it's kind of Lovecraftian with some eldritch nightmares might pique Paul's interest. Ah, uh, yes. We like to pique Paul. We, yeah, peaking Paul is always good. It's a kind of challenge. Pe- yeah. A podcast, peaking Paul. It's our goal every week <laughs> to peak Paul on the podcast. Yes, he loves a good peaking. <laughs> oh, moving on to Richie's Nightmares. This game looks like Inside, where Inside and the other one, Limbo, side scrolling puzzle platformer. And instead of white, it's purple. So everything is very black silhouetted, mm. and the background is purple. You get lost in the labyrinths of some dreaded magical woods. And now you must do your best to survive through this journey. The forest is full of nightmares and lethal puzzles. And? In, I well, know. In my mind, nightmares are lethal puzzles. It is a nightmare in having a lethal puzzle, definitely. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, Saw's all about lethal puzzles. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes. <laughs> so next up, we have Thunderkid. Hunt for the Robot Emperor. <sighs> <laughs> this, this game looks like it should have come out in the 90s. Yeah. yeah and you no. play in the year 21X or 21X. Or so 201X. Oh, yeah, 201X. I'm trying to figure out what that even means. But anyway, so, yeah, it's a run-and-gun, low-poly action experience. So low-poly. Oh, it's like no-poly. There's no polys there. Does Polly want to crack a no? Because Polly, Polly does not exist there. No. <laughs> Next up, this game, I was wondering whether it should have gone to the noteworthy section, actually. Interesting. There's a memoir blue coming to Game Pass as well. Uh, today, it's available it day one. Yeah. yeah. A song from years ago triggers a flood of memories for champion swimmer Miriam. Embark on an evocative? Evocative. Evocative. Ah, thank you. Journey through her turbulent childhood and the complicated relationship she shared with her devoted mother. It looks pretty cool. It looks quite yeah, interesting. Nice. Yeah, well, she's looking at herself as a kid in the, yeah. the water. So next up, we have Narco. Norco. Norco. Yeah, not Narco, because that might be cool, but Norco. No, no, Norco, coming to PC Game Pass. You play the southern gothic point-and-click narrative adventure and explore the sinking suburbs and... Verdant industrial that, swamps. That is that requires more le- commas, plus something. There's something requires, wrong with that whole sentence. Yeah, way more sent, way more full stops. Yes, <laughs> it's set in distorted South Louisiana, and your brother Blake has gone missing in the aftermath of your mother's death. Oh no! In the hopes of finding him, you must follow a fugitive, a fugitive security android. I'm not reading this for the first time ever. <laughs> So yeah, it's set in New Orleans, which is quite cool. Mm. It looks quite like an interesting game. Did Almost you know in 1922, punch. they brought out a, a law that you were not allowed to play jazz music in schools in New Orleans? They're now going against this law trying to change it. I read that today. I was like, huh. what is happening? No, I mean, sometimes you're in school and all you want to do is just play jazz. Play jazz. You're just like, do you no, know No, you're not allowed it to. It's against the law. Jeez. Yeah. Stop. It's jazz time. Everyone, Can you jazz hand, or was it just music? 
Ooh, that's a good question. Do you think if you do jazz hands, do you just get told off? Or... Yeah, yeah, maybe. Just have to sit in the corner. Yeah, you could sit in the corner if you do jazz With hands. With your hands in your pockets or something. If you have like four people playing different instruments to a different beat completely and a different tune. Yeah, because then... you love jazz, don't you? So it's your oh, kind of jam. My word. It sounds like <laughs> it sounds like people having an argument with instruments. <laughs> no, guys, you play it this way. And then the guy on the piano is like, no, no, we play it this way. And then the guy on the drums is like, I'm not listening. Here's a beat. Here's my beat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm playing the beat of my own drum. <laughs> and then the guy on the trombone is like, I heard this cool song once. Let me play it while you, the rest of you are arguing. Doesn't make any sense to me, not Jazz. Okay. Next you should up, go to New Orleans. Uh, I to want to, there. just to yeah. check it out, you know. It yeah. seems pretty cool. Just go to school, though, because you actually hear jazz everywhere. Yeah, true. My, I wonder, is that just school or is that for the universities as well? Oh, good question. I don't know. I didn't read that much. It oh. looked like school kids in the picture. Okay. And someone playing week, jazz. Next week, the, the first story we do is about this law and whether it's past Oh, I'll do some research. Yeah. Okay. It'll be quite interesting. Okay, we'll get right on that. If you're looking to take part in the April Achievement Challenge and you're looking for a relatively new game, Eerie Calm Mind 2. Eerie? Eerie. Where you play the flying bird. No, oh my can't God. can't die, can't crash, can't do anything. Can't fly upside down. Didn't can't the flying confuse you? That wasn't oh. something weird. Was so it? these Eerie games are just turning your brain said, off for two hours. And we talked about this with Kinsman. Kinsman said it's just you. Everyone else is fine. What, this game is terrible? Yeah, the flying bit. Like, no one else struggles with flying except you. Oh, no, it's shocking. <laughs> but it's a pretty quick thousand points, and it's very colourful. But the music in this game, oh, my word, makes me want to... It's repetitive. It's, it's, there's, like, a two-minute loop, and then it just repeats. Don't you just turn it off and put a podcast on? Oh, my word, I should. Mm. You can listen to the Xbox cast. Oh, yeah, that's a great idea. There I hear go. those guys know what they're talking about. Yeah, they talk a lot. Mm, well, that's what I heard. <laughs> they all make sense, though. Everything they say ah, is just yeah, on point, right. you know, yes. very factual. Yes, and funny. <laughs> Moving on to Bouncy Boy in Puzzle Land, and it's Boy B O I. Amazing. Bouncy Boy. It's just amazing looking. Bouncy Boy in Puzzle Land. It looks like an iPad game. I just don't know what to say. Yeah, I don't know either. It's a colorful and cartoony world with Bouncy Boy. You adventure through various levels with challenging puzzles, cute graphics, and funky beats. Oh, as funky Bouncy beats. Boy, as Amazing. Bouncy Boy, a purple bouncy slime who loves to jive and solve puzzles, make your way through Puzzle Land as you listen to good music and check out the great visuals. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Last on the new list. Whoa, my eyes. I know, Devastator. If you've ever wanted, like, ray tracing... Or what is this? HDR to the max. Game is for you. It's like Tron. Wow. It is like Tron. It's like, um, that was something when you have a spaceship in the middle, the old, old one. It was just like a little triangular spaceship and things floating. Oh, it. like asteroids. Asteroids, like that, but with color. Yeah, with color. And loudness. It's a, mod a retro modern arcade twin stick shooter featuring spectacular visuals, heart pounding music, and intense gameplay. It does. It, like, it, it looks yes, very it Tron. Does. Yeah, it does look very Tron. Very Tron, very colourful, very bright. Man, and HDR, it'll look amazing. My Hopefully eyes. the music is like that deep German house. Of, yeah, yeah, lots of good trance or something. Unz, 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 you know? You get really into the beat. Mm, and just shoot stuff. That'd be great. Now, onto the okay, noteworthy Okay, wake list. me up. Come on. Right, here we go. 
the noteworthy list this week only has three games. And this is good. So we're on the home stretch, guys. Kicking off with Kraken Academy coming to Game Pass. Kraken? Kraken, Kraken, whatever you want to call it. You make friends, free spirits, and make sure that the world doesn't end. Welcome to Kraken Academy what? at Wait a minute. Technicolor. There's a, there's a broccoli. There's a broccoli. I'm getting to the broccoli, yeah. Okay. Because you join forces with a magical Kraken to manipulate a time loop and save the world. And I'm pretty sure I read something about the broccoli is your friend. Okay. Well, that's but handy. It's not in my description that I read. And now, if you're peckish, point. you can cook him. That's true. You can just nibble on him. Nibble on his, one of his little leaves. Yeah, he's, you know, friendly and nutritious. Nutritious, exactly. <laughs> and healthy. And healthy, indeed. Yeah. You know, I've never met a fat broccoli. No. Is that fat pH? Fat? <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> either or, you choose. <laughs> Next up, we have the pizza delivery boy who saved the world. And I mean, with a name like that, Doug. how can it not be a noteworthy game? Doug. But wait a minute, it says Doug. His name is Doug. And you have the option of cutting the pizza in half or in thirds. In thirds? No one does that. I don't know. With pizza, what I've no. learned is what you need to do, you take a slice and you roll from the inside to the outside and it becomes a pizza roll. Yes. And then you eat it like a hot dog. Yeah, well, that's how the Americans do it. Oh, so good. But also, you cut it into halves, quarters, or eighths. You don't cut it into thirds, sixths. <laughs> like, no one does that. This, this is wrong. Well, I mean, not with that attitude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's eighths, <laughs> it's fourths, it's halves. Uh, don't give uh, me any of your odd numbers. I don't know. I'm, I'm keen for a, a pizza cut into ninths. Ninths? Oh, yeah, slivers of pizza. Yeah, just little slithers. Then you can no, roll them off into nice little pizza rolls. No, I think six things is better. Or eight. Uh, amazing. So, this is a semi-autobiographical game about pizza and the time travelers who make it. It's I a just, visual novel game. I just don't understand. Oh, wow. This is like my worst nightmare. I don't understand. It, it, this, the, the third slice is wrong. The cutting third is wrong. And it's a visual novel. It's a visual novel. It has time travelers. He's cutting it into thirds. And it's, it's called by, Doug. It's made, it's made by a former, former delivery boy who's probably never going to work in the pizza industry again if his boss finds out he makes this game. Do you think it's what because he, he cuts it into pizza? thirds? Yeah, probably. Lone does that. Like, how does that fit in the box? It's still round. No, but <laughs> if you want to cut a half, I think a half fits quite nicely. Like, it will go into a smaller box, but a third doesn't go into a box. I don't know. I, don't know. I, oh, think... I have so many issues with this game. Well, this game is on the noteworthy list. You can't argue with it. You've got to write it down. You've got to make sure that, it's, that it's, it's one of your April achievement games. Okay, I'll get right on that. Nice. It's also, it's a visual novel and it's optimized for a series S and X. Amazing. Doug will look amazing. Doug is going to look so good in 4K60. Wow, you could almost see his spots. <laughs> you can almost see the pain on his face as he's having to deal with a pizza that's cut into thirds. Yeah, because even the, the device for cutting doesn't work. <laughs> uh, you got to try real hard. But anyway, moving on. Our last game on this list is something Lee already mentioned. It is Tiny Tina's uh, Wonderlands. Yes. It has a smart delivery, apparently. But you have to pay for the Non-smart delivery. It's like a dumb delivery. Yeah. So it says smart delivery, but we all know that that's a lie. 
Maybe yeah. that's part of the joke's meta humor. I just, I think they're going to have issues. Yes, it's 2K. They always have issues. So, bullets, magic, and broadswords collide in this chaotic fantasy world brought to life by the unpredictable Tiny Tina. Roll your own multi-class hero and loot, shl- loot, shoot, slash, it's a shooter. It's a shooter. Just tell us what it is. Come on. It's a it's a D and D shooter. It's cool. So this is based on the DLC out of uh, Dragon uh, Dragon Age Two. No idea what <laughs> out that is. Of Borderlands Two. Borderlands Two. Because yeah. I read the word Dragon Lord as I was talking. Ah uh, yes. Yeah. So this is off the DLC, which I'm going to complete. It's supposed to be very funny. It's supposed to be really cool. Yeah, it, it's I, very Borderlandsy, isn't it? I accidentally started it when I was level two or something. <laughs> and then Whoops. it, it went because I watched the video. I was like, "This is really cool" because it gives you all the DLC when you first start up the game. And I jumped into it and did the went to the island, and oh, then yeah. just kept dying the whole time. I was like, "Well, this isn't really that much fun." And then I was like, oh, "I have to be level thirty-five, not level two. Ah, uh, brilliant! Yeah, don't do that. Well, it, maybe it's chaotic, that's what be chaotic started. Great. <laughs> yeah, be chaotic. Great. <laughs> that's what started your whole. Got to be better than the boss when you're playing yeah, RPGs. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, over level. Overlevel is way forward. Overlevel and under promise. Yeah, that's right. Overlevel and under, yeah. Under deliver. Under deliver. <laughs> uh, that's it. That's our new games for it this a, week. It was a very good finish. Thank you. Did I wake you up? Yes. Are you ready to be chaotic great? Chaotic great. I really wanted this game. It um, looks cool. It does yeah, look cool. It looks fun. It's like, yeah, it's like, his, I reckon it'd be like um, Borderlands 2, like that sort of. I yeah. think it lost it a bit on the three, but I think it's very much like Borderlands 2. Yeah, definitely going to be that type of humor. So if that's your jam, then that's your jam. It is, have jam. Not on your pizza, though. <laughs> Only if you cut your pizza into thirds. Yes. All right. I think that's us for tonight. I think we've done well. Yeah, good job. So that's our show for this week, guys. Remember to pay the fee. And if you want to follow us on the socials, check out our new website. It has our links exactly. to everything. Oh, you've updated your words. Yeah, I have updated my words. So our website has links to everywhere where we hang out online, but the website is our new home going forward. So it is going to be the one-stop shop. Do you want to find out what's going on? Do you want to catch the latest episode? Do you want to watch something on YouTube? Check out the website. Join us on Discord. Find out yeah. where we're on YouTubes or Twitters or anything like that. And yeah, it's yeah. All there. everything is there. If you don't want to follow the podcast somewhere, you can jump on the website and click the button that says Apple Podcasts. You'll find us. Or you can click the Spotify. You can join us there. If you're not using Spotify or Apple Podcasts, then check out our link tree, which has links to every single place our podcast is listed <laughs> in like the world. like 17 places or something, wasn't it? Oh, man. It's so long. It, I, I opened it the other day on my phone and just scrolled and scrolled and scrolled and then had to take a break with my thumb. <laughs> you know, rehydrate the thumb. Yep. And then use the next do some thumb. exercises. Yep. Yep. And then do you swap the thumb out to the, for the next thumb. Yeah. Make a mid-game change. So the link tree has links to everywhere our podcast is hosted in the world. But if you just want to listen through the browser, jump on the website. Mm. We have links to Spotify there. Every podcast has words and the Spotify player there. So you can just click play and away you go. So yeah, definitely check it out. It is our new home online. It's where everything is going to happen from now on going forwards. Give us your feedback. We look forward to it. Mm, be nice. Well, no, I actually don't care. Well, yeah, tell us what, exactly nice. what you think and <clears throat> we'll yeah. ignore you. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what we're good at. So, Mr. Lee, 
where can they find you apart from looking for you on the website which has your links uh, to everywhere information about me as well um yeah like a whole paragraph like i'm not your wife um oh that's a bit mean that's the truth <laughs> i am lee howard on twitter and on xbox and lee Howard 25 on twitch but this month is not a streaming month as i've said next month will be the streaming month yes all the baby games exactly especially after i found that pub that you're talking about the bar oh, that yeah. you're talking about last the last night yeah. I was like, if I was streaming, this would be quite awkward. It would be very, very strange. Mm. Especially because you're playing a guy, hey? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> you can find me at Zarkrius on Xbox and on Twitter. Um, I might be tweeting a bit more. Who knows <gasps> what the future holds? This is exciting news. Oh, no. Well, we'll see. Anyway, we have been the Xbox cast. We'll see you all on Xbox Live and our website. So goodbye and good night.